there. Hi, hi. My name is T-Rex. <laughs> I'm Morty, and this is Morten. Right. What? This is Morty. Jo- bad Morty joke. Oh. All right, what's up, You're people? Good at the bad jokes. You're good at that. <laughs> my name is Kyle, aka Keezy. This is my friend and boyfriend. Uh, today I'll be Kel Mitchell. Kel Mitchell. Oh, that makes me Keenan. Right, Keenan Thompson. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Let's clash. Who who loves orange soda? Cal loves orange soda. <laughs> Is it true? I do, I do, I do. Ooh. There's no <laughs> give me the like the bottom of your cup or something. Let's there we uh, go. That was better. Oh, the first clash was an abomination. You had like a little rubber grip on the top. I'll edit that out. <laughs> we can't have that blasphemy on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's up, dude? Mm, not much, man. How you doing? I'm chilling. Look at this. Ooh, he's got the goods. I'm rich, bitch. I got all these blood works. Ooh, one of those is for Smoothie. Smoothie. Yeah, he ordered it like two weeks ago. Smoothie is my guy. I'm sorry, Smoothie. I've been going through uh, a lot in life, so it's taken me a little yeah. little time. But I promise you I'm going to get it to you, and I'll send you some free shit, too. I'll take care of him. Well, I'll send you like, I don't know, something. I'll make it up to you. For, right. Wait. <laughs> Thank you, Smoothie. I appreciate your support. He's the man. Um, all right, so today it's like Tuesday, it's 10.49 a.m., we're just oh. kicking it. Yeah. We're doing timestamps <laughs> <Enjoy>. now? <laughs> <laughs> I guess, I don't know. Um, how, uh, let's just slide right in, man. What's been going on? What's cracking? I always slide right in. Yeah. What have you been doing? I'm this pretty good at sliding right in. <laughs> Getting them cheeks. Yeah, right? I get cheeks. I get cheeks. Yeah, I do. Oh, we, we're saying that now? I've been saying that. You haven't been saying that, but I've been saying that. <laughs> I said it to my brother at one point. And he was like, what does that mean? I never heard that before. I was like, I got the cheeks. It. And he was like, huh? <laughs> he was like, I got like, he was like, I've never heard that. I was like, it doesn't matter if you've ever, I don't, I don't know if that's a popular term. Yeah. I don't know if I ever heard anybody else say it. That's your word. I may have made that up, but I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Don't you think? I, I do. If I get the cheeks, <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> Get Come some, on. Get some cheeks, everyone. Um, I wonder if I heard that somewhere. I may have stolen that. I don't know. I don't know. But I, if I did, I, I, I don't know where, but I say that all the time. I'll tell everyone you told me. Yeah. We're going to say it's mine. Okay. Fuck them. It's mine now. So what's been cracking? Get what's going cheeks. on? What's been, what have you been doing? Anything? Uh, yeah, I've been chilling. You know what I'm saying? Um, Do anything fun this past week? I had a wonderful week. Did you? Yeah. Okay. We're not going to discuss my week. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was sarcastic. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. So I had a rough week, guys. Been going through some shit. It's cool. I get it. I mean, it's not right. cool, That's life. I'll be all right. Yes. I'll be okay. Uh, me personally. My week, it like. <laughs> it needs to be about 20% cooler. <laughs> I'm just saying, like 80, but yeah. yeah. Oh, you got a new job, though. How's that been treating you? It's all right. It's cool. Uh, Like, it's not the greatest job in the world, but like, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. I don't hate it. I feel that. Yeah, I got a new job too, and it's okay. Uh, so far, I like it, but I don't know if I can do it. I don't know if I'm. Good I almost enough. beat a dude up at work uh, like two days ago. Really? Yeah, I almost like I Tell almost physically that. put hand. Uh, like I'm new, so like I don't, I don't know like the process for everything. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. And this dude was like grabbing bread out the oven, and I guess he wanted my help. But instead of saying, "Hey, you mind helping me?" He was like, he like took an oven mitt and threw it at me, and then he was like, "You're standing around, fucking get some bread." Wow. And I was like, oh, first of all, you ever throw something at me again, I'm going to break your legs. <laughs> like, I know it's just an oven mitt. Like, and it's not, like you could have been tossing it to me, but like, 
Like, That's paint, not what happened. You threw it at me. Paint, like, the, paint the picture. What's this guy look like? Uh, he got a man bun and some glasses. Okay. He's like, how old is he? Like 35? No, he's probably like 22 or something. Okay. So like, then I like got mad and I was like, yo bro, uh, first of all, don't throw things at me. Second of all, do not talk to me like that. Like I have an anger problem and you're about <laughs> to open that door. Like I'm really good about managing my anger problem. Like I'm really cool about it. Like, uh, like even when people upset me and I want to punch people, I'm really good yeah. about like talking to them and like, Hey, let, let's not behave this way. That kind of shit. Yeah. But like he did just throw something at me, even yeah. if it was another mitt, like don't throw things at me the, the other and mitt don't try to like me off as much as the smart ass comment. And then the smart ass comment. And so like, I was, I was trying to tell him like my initial reaction when he first did it was my bad. Let me help you. And he was like talking shit the whole time. And I was like, Oh, so then I like, I was like, you can fucking do this yourself. Go fuck yourself, buddy. <laughs> and I like set the oven mitt down. And then he like, I was trying to ask him uh, like how to do something. And he just kept yelling at me and yelling. He kept yelling the same comment over. What was it? Uh, just put more bread in. Just put more bread in. And I kept trying to ask him how to oh do something. God. And he just kept yelling it over top of me. And I was like, you are dangerously close to getting physically <laughs> harmed right now. Like, <laughs> like, I understand we're at work and you don't think I'm going to do anything. And I'm trying really hard not to, bro. Yeah. But like, I admittedly have an anger problem. You need to chill the fuck out with that. <laughs> like, just yeah. calm down, bro. Like, talk yeah. to me like a person. Be respectful. Yeah. I almost fucking killed him, but I think somebody told him. Yeah, like because he like walked out of the kitchen as he was yelling at me, and I was like visibly like, oh You're fuck like, no! Like and I think somebody said something Beatrix to him. Beatrix kiddo, which the rest the red. of the, he went he went from like being real ballsy and trying to embarrass me to the rest of the night like real sheepish and trying to avoid me. <laughs> so I think somebody may have said something to him. Yeah. Yeah. He his whole demeanor changed the rest of the night. So what um how come you he didn't push you over the edge to attack him? You were just like try you you were able to hold it together for your job. For the sake. most part, I'm usually able to hold it together. Your manager didn't get involved? No. Hmm. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, that's But cool. I was I was just so fucking mad, bro. <laughs> like you tried to embarrass me, you threw this fucking thing at me, like <clears throat> <laughs> don't do that yeah that sounds like crazy, just, just be a decent person and yeah. i won't break your legs bro like I, I think that's fair i don't know like be decent he obviously has issues too then because i mean if you would even have I mean, the he's 21 if like, you would even have the audacity to say that and do that to somebody you're kind of an asshole have you met a lot of 21 year old guys they're mostly douchebags yeah that's probably pretty 21 true. 20, like right in his age range they're douchebags yeah. so like he could be a totally fine person sure have you ever like He's just in that phase of his life? You never really talked to him or interacted with him up until then? Not really, no. Yeah. I know you've only been there, what, two, three weeks? I've been there like three weeks, but I've only worked like one and a half. First, I, I like for I took like a week off for Bonnaroo. One week was like training. I had like one week where I worked. Mm. And then like the next week after that, I had like an issue where I got fired. But I didn't get fired. I got fired because of like a paperwork error and the system kicked me out. So I couldn't uh, work for a couple of days because they had to get me back in the system. That's annoying. Yeah, it was a pain in the ass. But so like even though I've been there for like almost a month, I've only worked like a week and a half. Okay, I got you. Of like real work. All right. But yeah, like moral of the story, just be not a piece of shit. Don't fuck with people. Just, just don't be a piece of shit. Like I'm a nice person. I get along with everyone as long as you're decent. Yeah. That's my only requirement from anybody. Just be decent. 
It doesn't. I always say that's a reasonable requirement, right? It doesn't cost nothing to be nice, you know. Okay, mom. <laughs> it's one of those one of those things. How's your new job? Uh, that's all right. I I do like literally. I'm doing door to door sales. That sounds awful. It's pretty. It's pretty hard. Um, and I thought I thought it would be like a little bit easier than it is, but I I'm I don't know if I'm just finding out that I'm just not a great salesman or if. I just need a lot more training. One of those two things. I mean, sales is a pain in the ass to begin with, let alone door-to-door sales. Yeah, it's pretty tricky. I mean, at least I'm not like selling encyclopedias. I'm selling, you know, cable. So everybody wants internet, you know what I mean? So, um, Problem is everybody has it. Yeah, but, at, you know, when you, like, it's, it's in my mind, it's logical. Like, I, I know I can get you faster and cheaper, but everyone- You know easy to sell? What? Bitches. Yeah. I mean, Become I come a pimp. Sex I is go easy door to door sell. sell. Everybody wants that. <laughs> well, I'm still trying. And to that's f- like one of those things, even if you got it, you still want more. That's true. It's easy. That's true. Just become a pimp, bro. But then, um, go door to door selling bitches. Um, bitches. I, I literally can't sell. I can't save people money. There's let alone. I can't get them to spend money. I mean, well, selling yourself it, is not as easy as selling bitches. Even if it's bitches. <laughs> Dick is not in the, the same demand that pussy is. That's true. Yeah. I guess. But it's okay. I'm 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 working through it. I think it'll be okay. I just I have a lot of self doubt right now. But you know we're we're pu- we're pushing through. Just be persistent, and yeah. persuasive. You'll get it. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, other guys are doing it. And they're all they're doing fine. There you go. But eh, that's life. That is life. All right, that's the life segment. Uh, <laughs> 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 You've been playing any video games? Um, I have. Um, like what? I recently tried to. I've had The Witcher for a while. I haven't played it. Oh, cool. Witcher three. Yeah, and I just hear wonderful things about it. So I started playing that, and I played it for a little while. Mm-hmm. It's a tough, tough to get into. Yeah, I'm told that it takes like 15 hours before it clicks, mm. which is a long time for something to click. Mm. Except for then it makes like 300 more after that that are amazing. So it's worth getting over the 15 hour hump. Yeah, but I'm struggling with that 15 hour. I, I I have a similar experience with it. I really like The Witcher. I think I may have even. I tried it. playing The Witcher too. I did not like it. I never tried Witcher two. I own it on Steam, but I tried playing Witcher three for the same reasons. Like I knew I, I know it's a game I like. I know that once it clicks for me, I'm yeah. gonna love it. Every, I know that everyone recommends it. It's undeniable, but you just got to put in the work. I've probably put about six or seven hours into it, and I do like it, but. I am. Uh, I, I kind of had that same struggle. Where I'm like, I don't I put in like three, and I'm. It's tough. It, it's it's a grind. But um, I mean, it's cool. It seems to be setting up a pretty sweet story, and I'm sure you know it's really in depth and shit. I mean, it's supposed to be amazing. So you just got. I, I mean, I'm willing to do it. I just I'd rather I bought play it because I shit. intend to play it. Yeah, like I intend to play it. Did you buy but, it on, on Steam or no. PS4? Hard copies, everything, bro. Oh yeah, I mean, I've had it for a long time now. I only asked. I've had it for like four months. Oh, okay. I played it. I, I just had it like in waiting. I was asking because a uh, Steam summer sale is going on right now. I didn't know if you were buying anything in that. I've gotten most everything I want. I had like a wish list on Steam of things that I wanted, and yeah. the only things that are still left on my wish list are things that like I want, but like you have those games where it's like I want to play the original Fallout because yeah. I love Fallout. Yep. So I'll get it one day when it's on sale. Like except two dollars. Except for the problem is, even when I get it. 
I don't know if I'm ever gonna go to the yeah. original. You know what I'm saying? Like it's one of those things. Like I'd like to, but like I'm never gonna have time to it's play the same. Fallout. I, I don't care that much. I bought like the entire Tomb Raider collection for the same reason. I'm Tomb like, Raider is badass, though. <laughs> I know, but it's the same thing. Tomb like, Raider has got some really good ones in there. Like I'm just glad I have them, and they're there for me to play. And I did the same thing. I have all the Fallout's. I own the entire Valve complete pack. I've never played. The only Valve game I've ever played is Left 4 Dead 2. There are some really, <laughs> really great games in Valve. Yeah. Yeah, like there's some great ones in Valve. Well, I, I owned a lot of them just from uh, having done Humble Bundles and shit, but when, during this this recent summer sale, I went to buy Portal 2 because I was like... I, great. I was like, I, I really... Well, you played Portal 1, right? I've played a little bit of it. I never finished Yo, you it. you have to complete it. Um, I mean, that's like... It's relatively short. You could beat it in like a day. Really? Yeah. Well, I will play it because it was like, it was like, like a games small like that. game that they packaged the in with other it. games. Yeah. So it's not like a big full-length game, but it's amazing. And Portal 2 is really fucking good. Well, it's on sale for like $2 or $1.49. I was like, I'm definitely buying it. So I went to go buy it. And then under it, it said, complete your Valve Complete Pack. They have like the Valve Complete Pack for like 15 bucks or something. Mm -hmm. And I own most of it. So it was like for $5, pretty much, it, Valve does this cool thing, or Steam does this cool thing where it like actually yeah, reduces yeah, yeah, the price yep. if you want to complete it. Yeah, they have a bunch of different like package deals, like Command and Conquer. You can get yeah. all the Command and Conquerors. But if you have three of them, it'll just give you yep. the price of the remaining. So I noticed one. Of, there was only a few other games I was missing out of it. Some of them were shit I've never heard of or doubt I'll ever, ever visit. Pull it up. Let's see what they are. Um, Valve has great fucking games, bro. Um, but like, Valve has some of the greatest games I've ever played. Well, one of the games that I didn't have, I didn't even know I didn't have, was Left 4 Dead. I have Left 4 Dead 2 on there, but I did not have Left 4 Dead. I like Left 4 Dead 1 better. Really? I'm, I think I'm the only person on the face of the planet. I've played but through both only like one time, so I don't really Have I told them. you my opinion on Left 4 Dead? Probably. Go ahead. Tell us again. Um, well, first of all, like I used to play Left 4 Dead... Um, I had a bunch of roommates and we played Left 4 Dead like fucking crazy. We would turn the difficulty all the way up yeah. where it's really fucking hard and we would just keep playing the same level, seeing how far we could get. <laughs> okay. And like we couldn't get far. Like we yeah, couldn't look, get through a single chapter. But by the way, it's $15 right now if you want to go buy the Valve Complete Pack. So let's see if it's worth it. Here's everything look, it look, includes. Okay. All right, let's put it on hold the on, screen. Hold on. Wait for that because I want to finish my Left 4 Dead right, thought first. Go ahead. But um, so we played like a lot of fucking Left 4 Dead. I had a lot of fun with it. But the one complaint I have for Left 4 Dead and the sequel as well was they're really short. I know that they're dynamic and they change every time, but there's yeah. only like four maps on, like the first one and the second one's got like eight and they're all like two hours long. Yeah. Um. But I I recently got, well, when I say recently, in the last year, uh, I got Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 on Valve, like on a, st on a sale. Or um, Steam is what I mean. Yeah. And um, I discovered the mods. Because yes. my one complaint was I always wanted more gameplay than what was offered. Yes. Yo, the, the modding community is deep as fuck on both of those games. Like, you can get a hundred maps that are good. Really? Yeah, you can get a lot of stuff. So there's okay. a lot of fun. Like, and like we spoke, um, I had one for, I think, Left 4 Dead 1, where they remade Resident Evil 1 all the way. Like, the entire game. Okay. All the puzzles. <laughs> yeah, we did talk about everything. that. Everything. I remember was, hearing about um, that. Like, I mean, because of, awesome. because of the mechanics of Left 4 Dead versus Resident Evil, you can play through it a lot faster. And But you could do but multiplayer like, on it, right? Yeah, it's That's fucking sweet. amazing, bro. Did they, how'd they put the monsters in it and shit? They just had, like, re like boomers were the big guys and shit like that? Uh, I don't remember. It might have just been the regular 
zombie. I don't know. Okay. But it was. It still sounds cool. It was really fucking good. Well, we should play it, man. I love it. Yeah, we should definitely play it together. All right. I really, really Ooh, had we'll a lot it. of fun. I'm going to talk about streaming here in a minute, but yeah. let's let's go over this. Um, I had a lot of fun with Left 4 Dead and Left 4 Dead 2 with the mods. I had a lot more fun with I'll those. look into that because I didn't even know. Uh, well, I know we talked about the Resident Evil mod before, but I didn't know it was like a deep community. I just thought those were great games and I just needed more content. And yeah. Man, the fucking mods did it. That is, oh. that is some fun shit. Speaking of, speaking of mods for game for cool game old games, real, this is just a quick point. I was listening to an unknown podcast. My buddy Brandon was talking yeah. about how um, they did uh, Tony Hawk like that. Like you can download, if you have Tony Hawk's Underground 2 on Steam, like the modding community for that is so crazy. He said that they you could literally download that game and then every other single map that's ever existed for Tony Hawk, you can download in mod form for that game. It's, so you can have pretty much every Tony Hawk game ever that's just by badass. having that one. That's so badass. he said he had so much fun with it. He bought, he bought it on Steam for like five bucks. Tony you know? Hawk was a shit back then. Yeah, I love Tony Hawk one and two. All right, let's look at let's look at. Uh, all right, so this is the shit that's in the Valve Complete Pack that's on sale right now at Steam. Which Counter-Strike, if you don't know, I'm a huge Counter-Strike fan. I've been playing that for years and years and years. Which, by the way, there's like 20 different Counter-Strikes. They're all the same game. Are they? Yeah, they're all like... Um, so basically the way it works is they had Counter-Strike, and then it was such a popular game that instead of making sequels, they just recreate the game in a new engine so it looked okay. better and it performed better. Um, there okay, are some cool. differences like... Certain like Condition Zero has a pretty decent uh, single player campaign. Yeah, where like some of them have no single player campaign at all. Uh, like the most recent one, Counter Strike Go, has no single player. Okay. Um. So I I go back and play some of the old ones a lot because I like to play single player a lot. Okay. But like Condition Zero, I really so love. there's only one game called Counter Strike. It's one single player game. Versions of the same. But it's it's just kind of like remastered. Well, I mean they've got different over. features too. Okay. But yeah, basically, like okay. they share most of the same maps. Some have some different maps. The other ones, I'm don't. sure they've added some. But here it's and there. basically the same thing. Okay, um, I think so. Counter Strike Condition Zero. I think that's the one that's got the really good modding community. But I can't remember. Okay, um, but Condition Zero is one of my favorites. I also like Source a lot, which yeah, is I've a heard prettier a, version. I've heard that it's one in a the lot. Source engine. It's got a really, really good. Is Source um, like the newest? No, Go is the okay Global Offensive. Is no, the I mean like one. Source Engine. No. Okay. Oh, so Go is another engine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but Source is Source has like the best um, setup for single player because it doesn't have a great single player campaign, but it has like you can set up matches with bots however you want. Okay. So you can have like thirty people on each team or whatever. Okay. Whereas like Condition Zero just has a campaign. I got you. Um, so Source is like the most fun one to play by yourself offline. Um, Go is like the best one if you're playing online. But Condition Zero has a lot to offer, too. Okay. I really, really like Counter-Strike a lot. Um, I ne I've literally never played a single match of it. I, th I feel like it's pointless at this point in my life because everyone on there is probably tryhards and have been Play playing it for player. 20 years. Play single player. Is it worth playing, like, the campaign? I love it. Really? I, 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 again, like, I play a lot of these games that are built for multiplayer, single player only. Yeah. So I know that that's not common and that's not what most people do, but that's just how I prefer to play. Okay. So you, you, don't, but even, I've you said, don't even play, like, the death matches, really. You just play, like, the game itself. Yeah. I got you. Okay, uh, cool. I've sank hundreds and hundreds of hours. I'm not kidding you. Until right now, I literally didn't even know there was a single player because all I ever hear about is Counter-Strike um, uh, uh, multiplayer. There's definitely lots of tryhards online. <laughs> and I think there's lots of like cheaters too. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. 
Um, all right, so this includes all the Counter Strikes, but it starts with Counter Strike right. Condition Zero, Day of Defeat, which was one that I never I, played. That I came in my five dollar pack that I, I I've never heard of. Anything about it? It um, looks like World War Two, which immediately disinterests me. <laughs> Team Fortress Classic. I've never played that, but I've played Team Fortress Two. Okay. And Team Fortress Two is awesome. I remember um, you introduced me to that. It was, it's it was, so fucking was fun. Cool. I, I wish there was offline for that, but there's not. Yeah. But I, it's so awesome. I've only played a couple matches of that. So that's the, the Team Fortress is just multiplayer, correct? I've never played the first one. The, the second one is just multiplayer. Okay. The second one looks like The Incredibles. Yeah, it does. But it, it's so fucking fun, <laughs> bro. It's so good. It's like the Fortnite of deathmatch games. Yeah, that's a good comparison. It's not. As far as how it looks, at least. No, it's like, it's almost not even like Deathmatch, though. Like, it's very class-based. It's very, it's kind of its own thing. It's really fun, though. It's okay. really good. Day of Defeat. Don't know anything about another it. Another war game. Deathmatch Classic. Don't know anything don't about know it. Don't know what that is. Half-Life Opposing Force. Okay, so I've never played, I don't even know what, I've never even heard of that. I've played Half-Life and Half-Life 2 and Episode 1 and Episode 2, and I played a lot of that. I played uh, Black Mesa, is that what it's called? The... The standalone that they made. I have no idea. Um, I've never played. I've never even heard of this. It so says an entirely new episode of single player action came out in 1999. Never heard of this. Um, named Game of the Year by Academy of Interactive Arts and Services. What the fuck? Never heard of it. Yeah, I mean, but I do like Half Life. Half Life is awesome. See that this is where it gets confusing. Like all they have like four games and they all just are split into fifty different versions, which is I mean hard to understand. Yeah. But regardless, I, one of these days I'll figure it out. Um, okay, so Half Life Opposing Forces, right. whatever that is, Ricochet, no clue. Don't know what that is. Half Life, awesome. Then here's here's the train of them. Half Life, Half Life Blue Shift. I don't know what Blue Shift is. Half Life Two. Half Life Two is really really good. And that game, like it's kind of old now. Yeah, but like that game was one of the most ahead of its time games I've ever seen. Like when it came out, there was nothing anywhere close to it. Like like six seven years after that, games still weren't doing what it was doing. Like it's when that game way was out. Ahead. When that game was out, um, or in its heyday, I guess um, that was kind of like during console wars and shit where not a whole lot of people had gaming rigs really to play game, PC games at least that not that I knew so I didn't know anyone who played that game I literally have no clue like when it came well, out it came out anything. on 360 they put out the orange box oh yeah that's right it so, was so Portal was, it was Half-Life 2 Half-Life okay, so 2 Episode 1 and 2 and Team Fortress 2 alright so that was 2004 Xbox came out what 2005 Five. so the 360 the next yeah. year um, okay. but Half-Life 2 is a must play like even now, can I play that will, without playing the first one? Yeah, really? I played it without playing the first one. Well, what about I this played shit? the first one way after the second one, but the second one, it's dude, it's really amazing. Explain, it's really good. Explain how they do this. What the fuck is Half Life Two Episode Two? That's, what does uh, that even mean? Episode One is an expansion pack, and Episode Two is an expansion pack. Okay. They're story expansion pack. So after you play it, you just play the expansions. Okay, gotcha. They're really good. It's, it's just really confusing. really good. Why wouldn't you just name it like Half Life? I don't know. I don't understand why it's Half Life Two Episode One. <laughs> it's just weird. It's Half Life Two. That's the game. Yeah. The first expansion is called episode one. Okay. And the second expansion is called episode two. But I will say the only complaint I have with Half-Life 2, everything yeah. else about it, I have nothing else to say about this other than it's amazing. Okay. The only complaint I have is it's these big open areas and a lot of times finding where you have to go can be a struggle because it's not like you'll, you'll come out of one area, it'll be a big giant map and like 
there'll be a door here that you have to go to. So you'll be like running around forever and you have no idea where okay. to go. That's the only issue I ever had with that game was like, sometimes I was like, where the fuck do I go? And I would spend an hour running around. Like, I don't know where I'm supposed to go. But other than that, it's a phenomenal game. Okay. Um, all right. So let's just fly through some of these. Um, all right. So we talked about Ricochet, whatever that is. Half-Life, Half-Life Blue Shift, Half-Life 2. Counter-Strike Counter Source, which I just spoke about. Half-Life 1 Source, which by the way, Half-Life Source or Counter-Strike Source is the most expensive game in the pack so far. Six seventy nine. It was really, it's really good. Um, um, Half-Life 1 I'm not Source. sure what Half-Life 1 Source is, but my guess is because Counter-Strike Source is what it is. Yeah. The Half-Life 1 Source may be Half-Life 1 Remastered. Redone in the Source Engine because yeah. that's exactly what Counter Strike. That makes sense, is, but I'm guessing. All right, then you got Portal. Awesome! It's an um, amazing game. It's a must play. You have to finish that game. <laughs> I will. I like, will. And it's not that long. Okay, you can do it in a day. I'll give it a like, shot. Like it's worth your time. Um, Half Life Two Episode Two, Left Good. for Dead One and Two, both great. Which, by the way, you can get either of those for two bucks right now. Both of them are fucking great. Um, Portal Two for two bucks, fucking phenomenal. And then Counter Strike Global Offensive. That's the most expensive. That's game. That's the newest one. Okay. They, I'm, I'm under the impression they're doing a newer version of Counter Strike, but it's not going to be out for a couple of years. Okay. But I fucking love Counter Strike. I mean, I have it on my Xbox. That's where I play it primarily now, just because of the comfort of console. Yeah. But it's definitely preferable to play on PC. Well, so you can get all those if you're into any of that. You want to start a nice little collection of Valve games. There's. And get it for fifteen bucks right look now. Look up Black. Uh, look up Black Mesa. Okay. Because I have, this, I think that that's the name of here? it. No, I think that's oh. the name of it. But what it is. No, that is, was this one. It even talked about Black Mesa. No, 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 no. Black Mesa is a place. Look, in return to Black Mesa Research I know. Facility. It's a place in, that's where half, the Black Mesa Research Facility is where Half-Life 1 takes place. Okay. Um, but I think Black Mesa, I have one of these games on my Steam account and it's somebody remade Half-Life 1 in the Half-Life 2 engine as a mod oh, and then okay. it was here it so is. good that they sold it as a regular game oh here it and is and it's really good it says it's an but early I just access. didn't see it on there hey it's on sale for right now for seven ninety nine. dollars well, it's really good it's really nice yeah it's not it doesn't it's not made by a valve that's why it wasn't showing up that's there. why yeah I, I just wonder why it wasn't on there but um, it was a mod for Half-Life 2 that remade Half-Life 1 oh, that's but it was cool. so good they made it a standalone and it is really good I really like it that's pretty amazing this is Half-Life update just enough to make it palatable for contemporary taste that's pretty cool. It's really good. Well, so Half-Life 1 probably it. doesn't hold up too well, is my guess. But. No, Half-Life 1's just old. Yeah. It's not that it doesn't hold up well. They just were polishing it. But it is. Uh, all the Half-Life stuff that I've ever played has been awesome. Okay. I really One of these it. days, I'll try. I, I want to I run through a bunch of classics, man. Um, we'll see. I mean, Half-Life 1, or I think it's Half-Life 2 that started it. Um, they created... Um, the gravity gun, which now other games have imitated it a million times, but like at the time, nothing else was ever like that. And it's a gun that like basically picks up anything in the environment and shoots it out. Okay. So like I grab your coffee mug and yeah. shoot it at an enemy. That's pretty sweet. And it was fucking tight, bro. Um, speaking of the Steam summer sale, I did buy a few games. Um, I bought uh, a game called Hollow Knight. Um, I saw you were debating between Hollow Knight and what was the other game? Dishonored. Okay, so Dishonored. Yeah. I've never, I'm, I don't know anything about Hollow Knight, so I can't speak on that. Yeah. Um, Dishonored, though, I tried to play that because just based solely off of it was Bethesda. And yeah. I think Bethesda does. Sure, great. that's what I was going and with. And it had wonderful reviews. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I have to play this. And I got that shit on 360. And I got it, admittedly, a couple years after it came out. But when I got it, I was just astonished at how terrible it was. Really? I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it had good reviews. I couldn't believe it looked as shitty as it did. Like, it looked bad, and it wasn't just from aging. Like, it looked worse than a lot of launch titles on the 360. 
Damn. I was like, I was like playing this and I just like couldn't figure out. And a lot of people love it. So like maybe I'm crazy, but I thought that was a terrible fucking game. Wow. And that's why I never played uh, Dishonored 2. Although I will say Dishonored 2 looks awesome. Um, I don't know shit about either of them. I literally have never read anything about it, never watched any gameplay. I mean, I've seen a, a couple clips here and there. Which, by the way, let me throw this out there. There's a new Dishonored? I it, literally had no clue. That came out. The Outsider is an expansion pack for Dishonored 2. Is it? Yeah. I saw it on sale. I think sale. it's a standalone expansion say. pack, but I, it, I think it's an expansion pack. Um, I saw it at Toys R Us the other day. I was like, what the fuck? There's a third Dishonored game? I had yeah. no idea. I've never played 2 or Death of the Outsider, but they look awesome yeah. they look legitimately like badass but i've never gotten around to them just because maybe, i hated dishonored one so much maybe dishonored the, maybe the expansion packs like really like help it i mean i don't know i played that first one and it was fucking horrible well the point is i had, it was far and away the worst bethesda game i ever played i had similar um thoughts you did about um you know wanting to play the game i just um never have so i was like oh fuck it it's on the definitive editions on sale for 10 bucks i had 25 dollars steam credit so i was like i bought a few games i finished my valve pack for five bucks i had um an, i bought another game called firewatch which we'll talk about i've heard great things about it but it's just never intrigued me enough for me to try it but i've heard it's awesome yeah i don't know much about it but i watched a, like a trailer for it and i was like this looks really cool um we'll play it here in a minute yeah. but let me uh, look up uh, dishonor see what other people say about it yeah um because I never really read any reviews. Uh, it looks like... Honestly, one of the best games I've ever played. Wow. One thing I, I have read about Dishonored... Play that, better games, Churtle. One thing that made me uh, <laughs> um, curious about Dishonored is that I read you could do play it like... Do you like a pacifist. Stealth. stealth yeah. yeah. You can go through the whole game without killing anyone, which I think is really fucking cool. Um, I, I don't know. That sounded I definitely neat. agree, but... Um, I played that game and I did not like it. So I, I ultimately, because like several people said they didn't like it, I was like, well, I'll go with Hollow Knight because that seems, uh, I've heard overwhelmingly great reviews on it. Um, I did play it. Um, here, I'll play like a little um, trailer of it while we're talking about it. <laughs> um, it's, I did. I literally had no idea what it was. What I, is it? Yeah, I've seen that it's coming out for the Switch. This is how I heard about it. On Nintendo Power Podcast, they actually talked to the developers of Hollow Knight like a, a month or two ago, talking about how it's coming to the Switch and shit, and it sounded pretty cool. Um, I was like, okay, they were hyping it up, making it sound like it was amazing. Right. Um, but uh, it's essentially just a platformer. It's like a Metroidvania type platformer. Okay, so check this out. With very cartoony graphics. I don't mean to cut you off, but well, um, yeah, you do. No, I don't intend to, but you did. You <laughs> did touch on something that I actually really would like to talk about. Yeah, um, you use the term Metroidvania, which yeah. I've heard a bunch of times, and I've always accepted that term as a cross between Metroid and Castlevania. Yes, right. I've never played either of those games. Okay. Um, so I always, when I hear that, I assume it just means, a it's like a cross between Metroid and Castlevania, neither of which being games that I really care about. So I've never cared about anything described as Metroidvania sure. before, but I recently was, um, told what that really means. Okay. And I learned those are my favorite kind of games in the entire world. <laughs> Sweet. So, so, um, for a long time, I've been trying to find a way to describe Ocarina of Time, Resident Evil 2, even like the early Resident Evil games. Um, like one of the like defining features of those games is what people describe as Metroidvania. It's where you keep uh, returning to the same areas and environment to open up new paths and yeah. things like that. Yeah. I never knew that's what that meant. Okay. So I'm like talking about like Resident Evil 2 and Ocarina of Time and things like that. Like these environments become 
so integral. Like you, you learn everything about them. Right. You learn where everything is. Yeah. It becomes a piece of you because you're so, it's so intimate and you're there so long. And like, and I love that about games. I really, that's like, the, and I feel like it's been lost a lot in like yeah. current gen gaming. And I really wish games would go back to that because like, that's like, for example, Breath of the Wild, as great as Breath of the Wild is, it's never going to have that same feeling of Ocarina of Time where you can learn everything about sure. it. Sure. <clears throat> and I'm that's part of the draw to that. So I didn't know that's what Metroidvania but meant. I wouldn't call like Ocarina of Time a Met or Metroidvania or well, Resident I, Evil. I'm not saying either of them are. The, the way I learned about this was people were talking about the new Resident Evil 2 trying to return Resident Evil to its Metroidvania style. Oh, okay. So and that's when I like started researching this and I was like, oh. Yeah. That's the element that I really love. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I, I'm just... I mean, in that sense, I, I know that Ocarina of Time is not that but like it, it's kind of that I've, I've gotten recently hit to that term as well like I I don't play a lot of Metroidvania type games to be quite honest they're usually too hard for me um, I played I'm thinking when I hear Metroidvania I'm thinking platformer yeah so I usually do too I think I like platformers but I really just like the platformers I like and I leave the rest of them alone well the reason people don't call like a Resident Evil or uh, Ocarina of Time a uh, Metroidvania I think is because just because it's not side-scrolling but it has like exactly. a lot of the elements. That's but see, that's where my mind is yeah. going when I hear that term. I'm thinking side scroll. Yes, that, and that I think that's I think that's true. I think <laughs> I think <laughs> uh, uh, for, for, for those of you who didn't see, I actually touched his hand, so then I decided to daintily like uh, hold his hand. It was like the most awkward way you could it have was. got out of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, the point is, I think. Those aren't Metroidvanias, but I get what you're saying. I understand completely what you're saying. This Hollow Knight is a Metroidvania the in reason, every sense of the word because it is side-scrolling, because it is 2D, and because it is that same go back, retrace, get well, more things, I open mean, up this area. I mean, in that sense, you could almost describe Super Mario World as Metroidvania. Yeah, I know. Uh, I guess so. Because, I mean, it's a lot of replaying the same levels and open up new paths and things like that. Now, like I said, the only reason I put this together was because I was listening. I was researching about Resident Evil 2. I was just absorbing everything I can because I'm so excited. Yeah. And the creators of that game were talking about how they were trying to go back to their Metroidvania roots. And I was okay. like, that's an odd term to describe <laughs> what I know as Resident Evil. Yeah. And so then I put it all together and I was like, oh, this is my favorite shit in the whole world. <laughs> so now anything described as Metroidvania that's not a side scroller, I'm instantly more interested in. Okay. Okay, I got you. Even though I've never played Metroid or Castlevania. Uh, and let me uh, put it out there. I've never... I've tried Castlevania like one or two maybe I on the I NES. Had, I think I had a Castlevania game on the original Game Boy. Yeah, when those I was games are always too hard for me. I never fucked with them. But I did play Metroid 2 Return of Samus on the old Game Boy back when I was a kid. And I did like it. But it was really hard too. And I got to a point where I just didn't know how to progress. I don't think I've ever played a Metroid game in my life. Metroid is... I mean... I even said I have one on my uh, 3DS yeah. that I allegedly downloaded, <laughs> um, but I haven't played it. They remastered Metroid 2 like a couple of years ago. Try it. I mean, I, I started replaying it on my 3DS like a few months ago, and it's really tight. If you think okay, if, you, if you like shit like this, I don't know if you do, but like Hollow Knight, but um, try Again, it. Platformers is one of those like I have a hard time with new platformers. Sure, I love the platformers I'm nostalgic for. Yeah, I'm nostalgic for, and I'll play. Super Mario World 150 more well, times. What do you think the about this? About, like, how do you think it looks to you? I think it looks cool. It just doesn't look like the kind of games that I like. Yeah. Yeah. 
This game, um, this it actually looks really good. People were describing is. this as like Metroid mixed with uh, Dark Souls because of how like tricky it is. Oh, that does not sound fun to me. <laughs> I know it doesn't sound fun to me either. But I'll tell you, I didn't find it extremely. tricky. I've never played Dark Souls, but I've never played Dark Souls because it does not sound fun. Same. Uh, I'm not like I've never played Bloodborne because it does not sound fun. Yeah, I'm not into um, punishing. Isn't Dark Siders like that? I don't think Darksiders is. I don't no. know what Darksiders is. I know that I got Darksiders 2, like definitive, yeah. for five bucks on sale on yeah, yeah. PSN at one point, and I tried to play that. I did not like it. I think Darksiders is more like a, almost like a Hyrule Warriors type of shit, if I'm it not was mistaken. Like, it was like a dungeon crawler. Yeah. Um, just not my thing. I, I tried it because I thought it was like those other ones, and it was like really highly celebrated. Yeah. Maybe I'm mistaken, but... Well, ultimately, I didn't like it. Ultimately, when I bought was buying games, I decided on Hollow Knight. I tr started playing it the other day. I put like an hour into it. I really enjoyed it. And then later that night, I actually was fucking with my streaming setup um, because I wanted to. I'm, I know we keep saying we're going to stream games. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to buckle down and spend a little bit of time figuring it out. I found out how to like get my Twitch stream going with like. I want to get you to like polish up our stream. Twitch channels before I start using it. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to help you out because I, I, but I want them to match. Like I want them to okay. be together. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't yeah. want to do mine and you do yours and they look, make them. No, I'll help you. Look nice. You know, what you I'm got saying? it. Because I found the the software you got to use is called Streamlabs OBS. It's the shit. It has everything you need. When people like start following you, you can make a little pop up come up and start say it's they're following you. Like all that shit. I mean, donations. Bobby Cray is like heavy, and I mean he's got a sponsor, so he's. Doing I guarantee a lot of that, he's but, like, using Streamlabs OBS. Guarantee it. Um, I'm not sure. I bet he's you using, he but he's on Mixer. Yeah, that that app can put you on anything. I found another thing that'll let you like stream it on multiple things at the same time. It's dope. I mean, the only thing I've done so far is. Just stream twitch from my xbox playing PUBG. yeah that's it i'm about to Real start simple. i'm about to start doing our show from Streamlabs obs i think because it's it's dope as fuck okay. and you can put the chat in it and everything it's cool. sweet um anywho that's my oh if you want to follow me twitch.tv slash special keysy is my twitch mine's tens, baby um I'll, I'll put a link to yours and mine and you can do the same and we'll 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 match them up and we'll I, get it all together and then once we have it all together we'll start doing it fuck yeah I, i'm yeah. looking forward to that i'm super down well catch me playing hollow knight the other day I, I tried that for a little i played it for like 40 minutes or so uh, it was cool yeah, I'm gonna try to get, do some more shit. I want to try out Firewatch and see how that goes. It, by the way, that just looks like a game where you're in the woods and it has like a really you're a fireman, like, right? Like you're putting out fires. Yeah, I think so. Something to that effect. Um, it looks really cool, and every review I was reading on it said it was beautiful and shit like that. So I was like, I've heard for, great things about it. it it's five bucks. I was like, fuck interest. it, I'll try it for five bucks. Um, and then I also got oh the only other game I'll mention that I got is a game called Undertale which I've heard a lot of good things about too. Um, a lot of people who play Earth Earthbound recommend this game, so I was like fuck it I'll try it. It's a way shittier shitty graphics version of Earthbound from what I can tell, but I don't know. I mean Earthbound is on my Super Nintendo it's classic, classic right? yeah. Mm -hmm. I might have to try that at some. point. I would love for you to play it and give me your review. I, I mean especially if you actually like play through it like. And you le legitimately liked it, and, and I would love to hear what you thought about because I don't know. There's literally I'm not intrigued. a single person I've e not a single person I've ever met or talked to that I can talk about Earthbound with because no one no one has ever plays it or puts the time into it. I'll make you a deal. What? I will give you my 100 percent effort okay. to complete Earthbound. Okay. So that we can talk about it, but you got to do something that you're not going to want to do for me. <laughs> All right. Well, you got to give me your 100% effort that you're going to complete Resident Evil 2 Remastered so that we can talk about that <laughs> at length. I'll try. Yeah. Okay. I really I would wanted, have to have I a, want to talk about it so bad and you're just not into horror games well, and it's just fucking killing me. I'll man. have to get a PS4 first, but um, you'll be able to get it on Xbox. Oh, will I? Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. It's going to be on PC too. Okay. You got it. I'll do that. 
but I really want to talk about it. So like, <laughs> I you gotta fuck. Even if you don't want to, you gotta power through Resident Evil Two. I'll it's, do it. But there's I'm, one game you ever you ever force yourself to do for me. This is the one. Okay. There will never be one as important. As, it's my favorite <laughs> game right. of all time. Remastered. So you, so you play my favorite game of all time. I'll play your favorite game of all time. I think time. that's fair. I think my I think Earthbound's probably gonna take a lot longer. Huh? Earthbound, you can legitimately finish it. In, I'd say under twenty hours. It's not that okay. bad. It's really not. Okay. Um, I mean, if you really like it and want to explore and like, there's not a lot of exploring, but there's a lot of quirkiness and people you could talk to that you don't have to and shit. And, right. You know, but the game's pretty linear. I will give it my best effort to complete it. All right. If you do that for Resident Evil 2. Deal. You got it. I'm, I'm going to make sure I stream mine because I'm, I'll be playing it like Are you going to do the original Resident Evil 2? Um, you should do it. I, I can beat that one in like two and a half hours. I don't know if I can I can do, do it in one setting without <laughs> saving once. <laughs> yeah. I can do it without using any first aid sprays. Over the summer, I'll try to find some um, time. I've to got it on PlayStation 1 if you want to borrow it. I think I got. I can get it on my RetroPie, allegedly. Yeah, you can. And then I'll stream it. I actually think I'm going to go back and play Resident Evil 2 like again like in the, this week. Okay. Because I can beat it really quick, and I just love it, and yeah. I'm excited for Resident Evil. If you can beat it that quick, why not? Fuck it. I, I did just replay and beat it. Exactly how I said without say I, I didn't have a memory card, so I couldn't save it. So I just played it in one sitting. Oh my god! I beat it like I don't know two months ago. So it hasn't been that long for me. Wow! It's the greatest game ever, ever. It's so fucking good. I mean, I, I hope I agree with you. The worst part though is if you don't have a memory card, like all the best things about Resident Evil Two come from like playing the B scenarios. Mm. And if you can't save, you can't play the B scenarios. Oh, that kind of sucks. Play the A scenario. I think I got. Oh yeah, I got two memory cards on my PlayStation Two. I think I have a PlayStation 1 memory card now, oh. so. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, okay. You got a deal. Shake on it. Done deal. Done We're deal. We're doing <laughs> Earthbound Resident Evil 2 deal. Uh, You're going to thank me later. It's the best game ever, bro. I hope so. I, I, w I would love to get out of my, like, I don't play scary games shit because I just. They're the I, best game. I don't know what it they're is, the man. Best game. Even bro. like, don't you love that feeling? Like no. when your heart's pounding no. and you're like stressed and you're like, oh my God. I, I hate love that, that shit. You it, see like the most fucking appalling shit on the screen. You're like, ah! Even games that aren't scary that just give, like, they just give me anxiety because like, even when I'm fighting a boss, especially even playing Hollow Knight the other day, night, I'm like, but like boss fights and stuff are not even the best parts of those games. Like, like when I think of like scares? the best moments of like horror games like i think of like condemned when you're like oh it's, it's a melee game you're that. like walking through like the apartment store and there's mannequins everywhere you like walk into this area and then it's a dead end and you turn around and the mannequins have all moved since you walked there and they're surrounding you and you're like holy fucking shit that sounds that's horrifying frightening, yeah well like in condemned too this was like a totally just like <laughs> random encounter but like I, I was in this hotel and i'm walking through the room searching the rooms and I walk into the bathroom in this one room and all of a sudden a dude popped out from behind me, but I could see him in the mirror. So it, like, I just like walked into the bathroom. All of a sudden I saw a dude running at me from behind. It was fucking horrifying. Oh my God. Shit like that. Like horrible. Outlast has some fucking crazy moments. I think Outlast 2 is the scariest game I've ever played. I started playing Outlast and played about one hour of it. It's, it's, that shit will give you a fucking heart attack, bro. Outlast and Outlast 2 are two of the scariest games I've ever played. Really? I think Resident Evil 7 is one of the scariest games I've ever played. But, like, Resident Evil 7, you can fight back for one. And, like, after you get over, like, the hump of, like, learning the game. Yeah. Like, probably after you beat it the first time. But, like, after you learn it, it's not as scary anymore because you can fight back and you know what you're doing. Like, Outlast, you never get over that because you can never... You're just always running and hiding. Is it, like, always um, random or something? I mean... What? Oh, you, you said in Outlast, you're always running and hiding. That's you can't like the, fight. 
You can't fight. Which in I normally hate. I hate that in games. I hate feeling helpless. Yeah. But Outlast is so horrifying, and it's so like contentious, and it never lets up. And like the visuals and the environments and everything are so mortifying that like I can't help but love it anyway. Yeah. No, thank you. Outlast. Outlast Two is the scariest thing I've ever played. Mode. <laughs> I would never play that. It is fucking horrifying, bro. I was trying to see if I have um, uh, Condemned. When you get to the end of Outlast, you have not like learned the mechanics and feel comfortable at all. You're still fucking vulnerable, <laughs> and it is fucking... It's serious, bro. Uh, do they... Um, Is there like a third Outlast? I thought I saw it on like no, a there's hard Outlast, copy. There's Outlast. There's Outlast the Whistleblower, which is the expansion for the first uh, one. Okay, that might be. And then there's Outlast Two, and then um, after they came out with out or when they came out with Outlast Two, they packaged them all together and released Outlast Trinity. Oh, okay, which that's what I was thinking of together, um, which I have hard copy for the PS4, and I love, <laughs> I love it. I, I actually might replay Outlast Two here soon too. I really just think it's fucking amazing. Play it on stream, do a stream. It's so fucking good. <laughs> it is genuinely horrifying. I believe you. I will never play it. You so I, should. I was trying to see if I had um, Condemned. I don't think I do. Condemned uh, and Condemned 2 are two of my favorite games ever. I really wish they do a Condemned 3. I know a couple years ago, the do have owner outlets. of uh, <laughs> 3.6 hours. That's not bad. I don't know I if mean, I... It's only like six hours long. Wait, I don't think I actually played... I had a... I was running a program to automatically get my cards, and it might have done oh. that. I've legitimately played about one hour of it on the Xbox, I say, that one's only like six hours. It's not super long. Really? Yeah. I did, I, I'll put it like this. I played it long enough to like not even see an enemy. I don't think I got too scared. <laughs> I mean, it's... I, I totally understand that, though. Like, it's a scary fucking game, bro. Uh, um, okay. But, yeah, those, those games will give you heart palpitations, bro. Count me out. I'll try Resident Evil 2 for you, but that's about it. I really... I know, I know the guy that created Condemned. or the, Not the guy that created it, but the guy that owns the rights to it recently, like in the last couple of years, posted a thing on like Facebook or whatever asking if there was interest for an, uh, Condemned 3. Really? And I would so love a Condemned 3. Please, guy. Please. Please. I say I didn't... I, I love Condemned. Th those games weren't really like uh, highly acclaimed or anything, Condemned were they? Condemned 1 was. Condemned oh, really? 1 was a 360 launch title. It was the the oh. first two games I had for my 360 were like NHL 2006 and Condemned. Those are the okay. ones that I got with it. And Condemned to this day is still one of my favorite 360 titles. Oh, wow. I didn't it's know got you, like this amazing story. Didn't know you liked you're it like, like that. You're a, you're a detective and the game opens up and you're at a crime scene, like a murder investigation. And like the killer's still there. And then like the killer like fucks you up or whatever. And you spend the rest of the game chasing him. But he sets you up for like a murder. So you're like on the run from the law, but you're trying to find the killer. And it goes to the sequence where like you find out this serial killer, his whole like because all the serial killers have like their niche of like their MO, how they do everything. And you find out this serial killer, his whole MO is he finds other serial killers and kills them with their MO. Okay. And like by the end of the game, you're in his house, this like fucked up house. It's like creepy as shit. And you're like solving these puzzles, trying to find it. It's fucking crazy, bro. That sounds pretty cool. It's really good. Way too scary, though. Really, really good. <laughs> All right. Well, you Outlast might... 2, the story's not as good, but the gameplay is still fucking awesome. Yeah, count me out. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was scrolling through the year. Yeah, that's cool. Do you want to go into our top five? Let's do it. All right. Here, hold on. Before we do that. Yeah. Oh, we said we were going to make graphics and sounds, and we never did that. We both slacked. Yeah, fuck it. Um, we oh, talked about the staircase. Oh, by the way, real quick. 
Did you ever play Amnesia? I heard that game's really creepy. Um, I actually got it because of how wonderfully it was praised. And I was like, did. oh yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. And I got it on the PS4 and I tried to play it and that shit is slow as fuck, bro. Yeah. Like I, I spent like two hours playing the first Amnesia. I just couldn't. It just didn't click for me. Really? It wasn't that it was like too scary or anything. I was playing it and I just like, was like I don't get it. I played it for like an hour and got too scared. I didn't think it was too scary. I just thought it was kind of dull. Okay. I didn't really Just understand. curious. I did. Uh, they put out another game called... Machine for Pigs. I don't know what... Oh. It's right here. I don't know. Not that. No, a different game other than Amnesia. It's called... Like the same company? Yeah, same company made a different game. I forget what it was called. Fuck. I have it on... Could you look it up? Yeah. Um, it was called... Look, it might have it in like the similar games category or whatever. There we go. I'll just click Frictional Games. Soma? Soma. That's the one. Um, I did play Soma for a while. I'll sell for five ninety nine right now. I like Soma a lot better than I like Amnesia. It's not nearly as highly as praised. Um, I played like the first half of this before I got killed by something, and I just got so frustrated with it that I stopped playing it. But um, this game has this really weird dynamic where it like uh, you're in this underwater facility. Um, and you're like traversing from like underwater to this area and like there's all these things but the, like the whole game is like there's these robots that are like I don't know if they're half human half robot or what the deal is but they basically think they're like normal living people okay but they're not okay and they're like all in these like agonizing situations where you like want to save them except for like the robots are killing you but like they don't know they're robots so like it has this like <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it's better done than I'm describing. It's been a while since I played it, but like they, there's this like empathy that you have for these objects. Okay, it's really weird how they did it, but it was really cool. I really liked what I played. I really liked what I played. I just never finished it. Whoa, creepy! I played about half of it. It was good. I liked it. I would recommend it. All right, more than Amnesia. I really should go back and play it again. I liked it better than Amnesia. I mean, Amnesia has much better reviews and things. Give it a monster bash. Yeah, I would give it a monster bash. It was, mm, that's good. It was worth my time. I, I was happy with it. Okay. I have fond memories playing it. All right. What were we going to talk about? Um, okay. So you, oh. you're going through your list. I think. Uh, there's some things that I was going to touch back on. So you, you brought up the show, The Staircase on Netflix. Yeah. I still, I haven't watched it, but did you um, check it I out? tried to watch it. Yeah. I watched like the first episode. Bro, that shit is fucking boring. Really? I really tried. And that's like the type of shit I would like. It was not good. Wow. That's a shame. My experience with Netflix originals is really, really, it's, they're usually awesome. I tried. It was, that shit was drag, bro. Oh, that's a shame, man. I'm sorry to hear that. Like I, I finished like the first episode and I realized that like I couldn't keep my attention on it the entire time. And by the end of it, I was like, I'm not watching 12 more episodes. Of this. Yeah. Like seems, I didn't like it. I mean, if you don't like one episode, why the fuck would you watch? It was not more? good. It was not good. I, um, I, I finished, uh, 13 reasons why. And I kind of felt the same. That? I was like, I was like, my, I mean, I know it got renewed for another season. Everybody loves that shit, dude. I don't, I haven't watched it, so I don't want to like be overly judging it. But like, that does not sound fun to me. Uh, it's just, I don't know, man. It, 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 it's a weird show because they cast like 25 year old people as these teenagers. And That's everything. They, they expect you to feel sorry for them. But I don't because they're all fucking teenage kids who don't know shit. I'm not going to empathize or even, I can't even like relate to them. I, so why the fuck would I care if like they're sad? You know, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's just as I'm watching, I'm like, I don't give a fuck about what these kids are doing or saying. They're all dumb kids and they're all being overly dramatic. I, I can't get into the show for that reason alone. I don't know. 
It's not the. It's it not just very doesn't good. sound like some kid gets. Me. Some kid does get butt fucked with a broom in the last that, episode. Again, sounds like something I don't want to watch. More rape. It's rape, rape, yeah, rape. I'm good. If you want to see and hear about people getting raped every episode, watch Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, that sounds awesome. The rape show. <laughs> and hard pass. That's about the only other thing I watched that I know of. Oh, we did watch Incredibles with the intention of watching Incredibles two. That movie is pretty sweet. I never watched the whole thing. I finally I've watched never the whole seen thing. Any of them? That's sweet. They don't look like they're for me. Do you like any like uh, Disney Pixar movies like that? I like the ones that I grew up with because I'm nostalgic for them. But like, you don't like that, new cartoons at all? Not no, really. No, that's a shame. This is not for me. You're a shame. I just kind of outgrew it. Um. I mean, not even with your kids. You don't sit down and watch like kids movies and not enjoy them. My kids them? watch lots of them, and I'll sit there while they're watching them. But I'll like be on my phone or something. I won't. I'm not into it. Uh, like the closest to like, like what about when you take them to the movies? You watch kids movies at the movies. Every time I've ever taken my kids to see a kids movie at the movies, I have fallen asleep <laughs> every single time. <laughs> yep, uh, that's funny. Every time, that's I've done funny. it a bunch of times, but I fall asleep every time. Okay. Um, I like kids movies, man. It's not for me. Um, I watched a movie called Unsane. Okay. Which is new. Uh, I think I downloaded that. What is it about? Um, it's about this chick that has a stalker and she's like traumatized from it. So she goes to a doctor and asks him for help and they stick her in a mental institution even though she's not really crazy. Hmm. And then she can't get out. They keep like telling her she's crazy and she's not crazy. Okay. Um, the previews for that movie, like the trailers, looked amazing. It looks so good. Okay. And I watched that shit beginning to finish last night. It was terrible. <laughs> it was not good. All right. Like, I was hoping it was going to be like Shutter Island or a Cure for Wellness, something like that. Because it looks like that from the trailer. Okay. It was not. It was a fucking bad movie. Is anyone famous in that? Uh, not that I know of. It was not good. Um, the fucking score, I was astonished at how bad that was. Like... How often in a movie do you really notice how bad the music is? Very seldom. Yeah, not very often. You're usually not even paying attention. If the score is good, you might not notice it at all. Yeah. You're either going to notice how good it is or you're not going to notice it. And sure. that means it's usually either fine or better than fine. This movie on like three occasions, I like notice like, yo, the music's terrible. <laughs> like they would try to have like dramatic thing, dramatic music for certain things, but it would have like these hokey sounds in it where it sounded like it was made in Fruity Loops and shit. And I was like, this is awful. It's got a six and a half out of ten. For, it was not good. Which is pretty good for a horror movie on IMDb, to be quite honest. It didn't even really feel like a horror movie. Really? Yeah. It was not good. That's a shame. It was really disappointing. I re really wanted to see it. I even like paid money to rent it. Found it totally absorbing. I found the format drew me in, making the viewing very claustrophobic. Some viewers have complained a lack of realism, both in the premise of the film and the use of an iPhone. But it's escapism, people. It's escapism, people. Switch off your inner critic and enjoy the ride. Dude, I didn't even like break it down on like some like deeper level. I just thought it was a bad movie. I mean, you, you like what you like. If you don't like it, it was not good. I mean, what can you say? It was not good. Um, okay. So, yeah. Um, I'll pass I on also that. tried to watch Leatherface. Okay. Um, if you know me, you know I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Is that the newest one? Re yes, it is. You've never I, seen it before? It's an origin story. It's new. No. And I okay, seen it came it. out last year. But it's on your... Plex. That's okay. where I watched it. Um, I watched like the first half of it. It's only got five out of ten. And it was awful. It was so bad. It was really? So bad. <laughs> I really love Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Dude, that was like, it was like watching like Human Centipede 3 or something where it was just like mindless 
gore for uh, the sake of mindless gore. Like the story was terrible. The acting was bad. Look, it was this person. It was a bad movie. This person gave it one out of ten stars as a lifelong fan of the original. So, yeah, it was awful. It was really not good. Wow. Okay. Really highly disappointed. I guess I'll pass on that too. And as much as I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre, if you're going to call one of the movies Leatherface, I think that's such a cool title. I love the yeah. name Leatherface. But like, don't put it on that shitty fucking movie. That was <laughs> terrible. It was bad. What's I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched like the first half and was like, ugh. I'm trying to see what the tagline said. Uh, the Texas Chainsaw. Oh, I can't even fucking read it. Okay. It was not good. Oops. There it is. The origin the or- story of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh. Yeah, it's about how Leatherface became Leatherface. It was not good. Like, okay. it just opens up, and it's just, like, people getting fucked up, and, like, this little kid watching everything, and they're forcing him to participate. It was not good. All right, I'll pass on it. It was, like, mindless insanity for the sake of mindless insanity. It was not well done. Well, thank you for I watching. Finish it. Thank you for watching all these horror movies for me, so I don't have to That's, like, bother. the problem with horror, though. Like, as much as I love horror... I feel like for every good horror movie that you find, you have to watch nine that are not good. Yeah. And that's why the genre is not respected too. Yeah. Is because it's flooded with trash. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's just easy to write a horror movie as long as it's like, especially when, why, shit, when shit like Blair Witch and Paranormal Activity gets fucking as much claim as it does for being, and it's only costs like 15 grand to make. I mean... It's just one of those things that it's easy well, for people to make and throw out why? there. And if they do good, they you do good. I think, I mean, I've never made horror films. The closest I ever did was doing my Friday the 13th music video. But um, I think the thing that is unique about horror, and the only thing that I can think is comparable is comedy, is that with a horror film, you can't just make a movie like you can, like tell a good story or whatever. You can't just have good acting. You have to have all that. Plus, you have the responsibility of scaring someone. Yeah. So you have to find weight, and that's not necessarily an easy thing to do. And the only reason I say it's comparable to comedy is because you have the responsibility of making people laugh, yeah. which is not necessarily an easy thing to do while telling times a, either. a good yeah. story. So um, I think that's an added level of difficulty. And I think the reason you can have movies like The Blair Witch Project or whatever it costs fifteen thousand dollars to make and it's really good whereas big budget movies aren't is because the skill of scaring someone is not something you can pay for okay you either have that skill or you don't so the budget of the movie will dictate the quality of the movie but it's not going to dictate the story how well it scares someone yeah that's up to the director and the you know the point. writer and um so basically if they're doing a good job you can make a really good horror movie, and if they're not, you're not going to, and the budget's not going to change that. I agree. I, I, I thought of another movie real quick um, in, in that same vein that I, I I think we've talked about, but I don't remember if you watched it. Was Have you seen It Follows? No, you told me to watch that, and at one point I was going to watch it, and I think like my ex-girlfriend was like, no, nah, I don't want to watch that, and so we well, didn't. Before you go pick another dumbass horror movie to watch, you should check that out. That's I'll at least regarded as a, a good, like check it out. another low budget, but really awesome story and scary see like I'm so like horror is so fickle because like some of the movies that everybody hates I just like like the strangers did not get good reviews it's one of my favorite horror movies ever but then like the Babadook people raved about and I thought it was terrible did you ever see the witch the vivich no I tried to watch it at one point and it was too old timey for me 
the oh, the the it was too old timey. Yeah, the script in that is fucking really annoying. Just for that reason alone, like the way they old timey anything is always a struggle for me. Well, I went and saw that theater that in my by myself in the theater, and I, again, I I think I've talked about this, so I apologize if anyone has listened. But um, that movie itself is another one like a lot of people rant and rave about, but I thought it was boring as fuck. I I did not like it. So did you watch The Village when that came out? Yeah, we've talked about that too. I really really like The Village. I think The Village is such a great idea that is so poorly executed. Really, I thought it was great. And I, I, I like. I really. It. I think M Night Shyamalan. I think he makes a lot of. He has all these movies that people think are dumb that I think are really well done. Yeah, but you don't like Signs, but and I like Signs. I was gonna too. say Signs and The Village are the two that I was like. These are awful. Like, I don't fucking get this at all. Like, these are fucking terrible. Uh, you want know, to hear a funny story about The Village real quick is, um, well, number one, when I was watching that movie, uh, first of all, I called it. I knew I knew what it was, like, before it, uh, the big reveal. I don't know if most people got hip to that during the movie. Like, I, w- I went and saw it at the theater. I was like, I guarantee this is, this is, like, in modern day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but anyways, besides that, uh, one funny thing is me and Tara... At the beginning of our relationship, we were watching the village in our in my bedroom at the time. Bounce it, bounce. So essentially, what this is getting into, but uh, somebody, I think my brother, was like knocking on my door. We had the door shut or whatever, and I didn't come out or something. I don't remember this story, but the point is, okay. I told him I was like, "Dude, we were just watching the village," and they're like, "Oh, is that what you call it now?" So, like a running ten year joke of me and Terrors is that watching the village is banging. Kind of funny. <laughs> like, hey, babe, go watch the village. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Uh, all right. So um, you're speaking of how it's tough to get uh, or for horror movies to make people. They also have a responsibility to make people scared and comedy movies have the responsibility to make people laugh. So speaking of which, we've decided for our top five this week to do our top five favorite comedy movies. Yeah. All right. You picked this one, so I'll I let you start. This one. All right. My number five. No, mind you, there's a lot of great comedy movies. Yes. This is a hard one to do because there's so many good answers. But my number five, I'm going with National Lampoon's Vacation. All right. I'm going with that one over others specifically because it's such a classic. Okay. There are many other movies that could have been in my number five spot that you could make a good argument are better than National Lampoon's Vacation, but I think you can make the same argument that that movie's better, Yeah, and this one is super fucking classic. Of course. I love this fucking movie. <laughs> I love Chevy Chase. I mean, I think you could put, like, I, The Jerk is another really good one you could put in there. Like, Yeah. The so Jerk you, is You like these old Steve comedy Martin. movies and shit. Well, like, I grew up, my dad's like almost, my dad's pushing 70 now, so like yeah. when I was a kid, the stuff my dad was watching was stuff that I was subjected to, and it was a lot older than, like, most people my age, their parents are younger. Yeah. So, like, they weren't subjected to the same thing. Like, I'm subjected to an older time frame of things a lot of times. But I, like, I grew up with Bill Murray, Steve Martin, yeah. Chevy Chase, like, those guys. So, I really like those guys, even though they're really a little before my time. Okay. But I love, like, I love almost all the vacation movies, but... The original is definitely the best one. I've never watched the first one. Oh, uh, trip! That's a great movie. Literally, never seen it. My ex, like, I would put on a lot of these old timey movie, like comedy movies that I think are just fucking hilarious, and she would be sitting there like, "I, you're a fucking idiot for thinking this is funny." <laughs> like, we tried to watch Vacation. We tried to watch, um, what, uh, what about Bob? Like, she, yeah. was, she was like not having that. I've shit. heard like, of What About Bob, but I've tripping. never watched it. 
What about but you never that's a fucking great <laughs> comedy, bro. Oh, you do like Bill Murray? Yeah, I love oh, Bill Murray. You can't Murray. go wrong with What about Bob? That's a that's a classic. Really? Yeah, that's a really good one. Really, really good so. one. Really, really good one. <laughs> Man, I was I was sitting here fucking with my list because I remembered one real quick. I had to shove in mine, but now my like top five is all fucked up because my app like decided like, oh, you're making a list of numbers. Let me put them in alpha or numerical order for you. It fucked it all up. Oh yeah, so, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, you're good. Vacations, you're number five. Did you want to give shout outs to a couple other ones though? Yeah, but like the <laughs> the other ones I want to give shout outs to are just ones that I think are really underrated. Okay, not necessarily top five, but like I had this thought specifically because I was thinking about this movie. Um, that I don't know many people have even seen. What movie? But I think it's just fucking hilarious. It's worth anybody's time. You ever seen Bowfinger? No. Uh, okay, Steve so Martin and Eddie Murphy. Steve right? Martin and Eddie Murphy. Basically, Steve Martin is this... Uh, he wants to direct a movie. Okay. He's been saving his money his whole life, and he has like, I don't know, $20,000 after saving money, money his whole life to film this movie, which is nothing to film a movie. Okay. And... <laughs> He, like, decides he's going to film this movie, but he needs a big... He, like, finds this famous director... Not director, but, like, producer that'll take on his movie if he can get some Hollywood star, which the guy knows he can't get a Hollywood star. So he's like, yeah, go get me a Hollywood star. <laughs> okay. So he, he he concocts this plan where he's going to... Keith Kincaid is Eddie Murphy, and he's, like, the number one star in Hollywood. So he wants him for his movie, but he can't get him. So he starts filming this movie and just following this guy around like <laughs> Hollywood and just making him like just jumping out and filming him and making him in these scenes without him knowing he's in the movie. Okay. It is fucking hysterical. Sounds funny. At one point, Eddie, they, they find Eddie Murphy as a twin brother and he's like this real dorky, goofy <laughs> twin brother. And so they like hire him to start like doing scenes. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. That bro. sounds funny. It's really good. I'll just yeah, check you, that you out. See if you can find it and put it on play. I mean, I love I'd the, love to watch it again. I love those guys. I just, I, that's one of those movies that I've always heard the name of, but never bothered watching. The title doesn't, it sounds so stupid. It's like the name of the guy. The cover like, of Bowfinger. The cover of the movie is just like them two like smiling or something. Bro, shit. it is fucking hysterical. Now I know like, I wouldn't put that in my top five, but I just feel like it's a really underappreciated movie that like, sure. if I don't know many people that have even seen it and it's worth your time, watch okay. Bowfinger. Um, as far as other ones, like just my nods that aren't going to be in my list. I got The Hangover. Yeah. Classic movies. Modern classic. Uh, I got 40 year old virgin, which uh -huh. I feel like at the time people really loved. And I feel like they quickly forgot it. Yeah. I think that, uh, that almost got my, in my top five. I think that's one I of the funniest movies I've I ever seen. I think it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. And like I said, at the time I feel like people felt that way. Yeah. I feel like as time's gone on, like people mention knocked up more than they do 40 year old. Yeah. Virgin. Which I, I don't, I think 40 year old virgin's better. I do too. Absolutely. Like, there's a lot of movies like that. Like I really, really, really love Anchorman. Yeah, forty year old virgin is better. That's a close one. <laughs> forty year old, I mean, forty year old virgin is such a quality comedy. Yeah, it it's is really good. It checks all the boxes. It does. It's a great story. I mean, there's the some actors like, are great. The yeah. cast is wonderful. Steve Carell. I mean, that put that movie put Seth Rogen and uh, Paul Rudd like on the map. You and know Steve I mean? Carell. Yeah, and Steve Carell. Steve Carell was just kind of another actor until yeah. that movie, and then all he, like, of their careers. Super, yeah. But that's like a fucking amazing comedy. Like, yeah. like, and again, at the time, people saw it that way. Yeah. I just feel like it's been lost. Like, You're right. People have forgotten how great of a movie that was. That's without a doubt. If we did a top 10, that would 100% be in there. It would be in mine. It would Absolutely. be in mine. Um, a couple that didn't, that ba I barely squeaked out of my top five um, are 
Liar Liar, which I think is one of Jim Carrey's funniest movies ever. It's all right. It's like it's okay. it, the physical comedy in that is like so absurd. He, he's amazing at like literally, literally beating himself up. Um, you know, like I don't know, man. The when he's fucking fighting himself trying to make the pen right, like the pen yeah. is the pen is blue. <laughs> that shit the is pen so is fun. blue. And like he does, he's like fighting himself and shit. I love. Uh, he's so good at that. Um, but that barely squeaked out. Not quite in my top five. And then I also had Groundhog Day. Almost made my top five. Also, Groundhog Day is definitely. I up there. love. Although Groundhog I will Day. say, I would take What About Bob before Groundhog Day. Really? What About Bob? I think is I'll Bill Murray's best. I think it's Bill Murray's best best movie. It's fucking wow. great. I love Bill Murray. I I just never bothered with that. I think that's far and away my favorite film. Okay. Is. And I love Bill Murray. So that's like really saying something too. That could have been like in my top five too, for real. Bobby Creamer said he liked uh, Ronnie B for life. Talking about Ron Burgundy. Oh, Ronnie B is the man. I'm not <laughs> knocking I Anchorman. Love, I said that as yeah. a testament to the 40-year-old virgin, yeah. not as a strike right. against the Anch- Anchorman. Anchorman is one of my favorite comedies for sure. I just... Okay. Like Anchorman is almost one of those things that's like classic and nostalgic, so that's why you think of it. Whereas like Cordial Virgin is just better. It's a yeah. better quality. You just don't think about it. This much. Um. All right. So my number five is a move, little movie called Euro Trip. Have you ever seen that? It's super funny. Um, do you know who Michelle Trachtenberg is? I do. I remember her from childhood, yes. <laughs> okay. She's yes. in this movie, and she shows her tits. If that's, uh, I'd love anything. to see Michelle Trachtenberg's like, tits. Oh, she's like 20 years old, super hot, but that's- not- I would love to take a gander at her cans. Yeah. yeah. I'll put it on Plex. That's one, of the, that's one of the many reasons you should watch that movie, but have you ever heard the song, Scotty Doesn't Know? Yeah. Lift? That's from that movie. I've seen that then. Okay. I've seen that movie that that's in. They all like trip on absinthe at rem- one point during oh, like, the movie. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. The movie has a So lot. I have seen it. I just didn't remember that I'd yeah. seen it. Yeah. It's one of those movies that sneaks under the radar. I, I, I went searching for this movie on DVD back when I was buying DVDs because nowhere had it. It's, it's just such a... It's kind of like not well known, but I think it's one of the funniest movies ever. Matt Damon literally plays a bit part in it as like yeah. the band guy who sings yeah. Scotty Doesn't Know. Yeah. It's so fucking I ridiculous and funny. I think it got slept on because a lot of people may have thought it was a sequel to Road Trip. Is that the one where... Which was the one with Tom Green that was He keeps calling really the weird. chick gay because she likes dudes. Um, she's like, I'm a chick. And he's like, that's gay. <laughs> Maybe. I don't remember that part. Like, oh, you, you think that guy's cute? That's really gay. And she's like, I'm a girl. <laughs> it's that movie, isn't it? Maybe. I, I think don't it know. Is. It might be. I think it is. That didn't ring a bell to me. But the movie itself is super funny. It's been a long time since I've watched it. I, I just put it on. I'm trying to put it on Plex to watch it again because I've been wanting to check it out. Okay. Euro trip. Check it out. All right. That's my number five. What's your number four? Let me see what my number four is here. Number four, Step Brothers. Yeah, hell yeah, that movie's I, hilarious. I think I think Will Ferrell has a lot of really really funny movies. Yes, Step Brothers stands apart as the best to me. It's very quotable. I think, I think the other guys is really good. Yeah, I think Anchorman is really good. Um, Semi Pro. I didn't think was that great the first time I saw it, and then every time I watched it after that, I liked it more and more. And now I've seen it like fifteen times, and I really love that. I movie. should rewatch it because I, I I don't. Regard I thought that it one was just like one. I just remember it being just like just another one of his yeah. movies. It wasn't bad, but it Same. wasn't. But like the more I watched it, the more I think that's one of his best. Okay, but um, Step Brothers to me is the one. It's so fucking. It's funny. the one. Boats and hoes, man. I mean, I also <laughs> think John C. Riley, yeah, who I was not super familiar with before that movie, is. Fucking hilarious! Yeah, I think he's great. That Walk Hard, which is John C. Riley's movie, yes. I think that very well could be in my top five. Too. I'm, I'm that with is a you 100%. really, 
I almost want to say it should be. That's a really good movie too. <laughs> it is. But um, like having Will Ferrell and John C. Riley both in there, just yep. doing like they were a lot chemistry, of chemistry. I think a lot of people like world. a lot of people like Talladega Nights more than Step Brothers. I think Talladega but. Nights is another one, kind of like a semi pro. Where like the more I wa- like, it was just kind of another yeah. one. And then the more I watch it, the more I like. It. I, I think it's super funny. Although I definitely think semi pro is better than Talladega. Nights. Really? Yeah. I should rewatch semi pro. I seen it once in the theater, and that was it. Never rewatched it. Like I said, it, like I totally understand that sentiment because that's how I felt. But like yeah. the more I've watched it, like now that's one of my favorite. Okay, it might be second to <laughs> to Step Brothers to me. Yeah, I really okay. like it. Wow, that's high praise. Yeah, Step Brothers is the shit. I'm with you. 100%. I mean, I know that Will Ferrell's catalog is fucking amazing. So that's yeah, like that's it should be saying something. <laughs> yeah, you you almost got to include one of his in there. Um, Oh, if you have a top five comedy movies and you don't have a Will Ferrell movie, you're fucking wrong. You know what? I don't. I don't have a Will Ferrell in any of mine. I don't. It's fucking amazing to me. Um, I, I had a number six on it. I think Google had automatically. I had this in my top five. Let me just throw it out there because I know my number five was Eurotrip. Austin Powers, International Man of Mystery, barely got squeaked out too. I think the first two of those are fucking yeah. unbelievably hilarious. Yeah. The, the first one was one is, okay. The first one is the one I'm referring to. The third one was okay. Yeah. The first two were fucking phenomenal. By the way, I think he's making a fourth one, finally. I'm into it. Me too. I really, I was kind of like, as much as I thought Shrek was a good movie, Yeah. I hate that he got caught in the cycle of doing those sequels because it kind of took away from everything yeah. else he was doing. And after the first one, I thought they were like, yeah. oh, eh. He tried to do uh, The Love Guru, which was a piece of shit. But. I remember I tried to watch that um, <laughs> years ago. I, I had like a new girlfriend and we like put that on. And it was on in the background, and we filmed a porno. <laughs> like, and it's on in the background, but I still never watched that movie. It was just on while we were filming a porno. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. All right. <laughs> That's a true story. All right, my number I four. I filmed a porno with the love guru on in the background. <laughs> You're fucking to the love. Yeah. Here's what you can take away from this, is the love guru turned you guys on so much that you just had to fuck during it. That was not what it was. <laughs> the love guru got, really got the job done. You know, I busted a nut to the love guru. Yeah. Um, no, my number five was Euro Trip. My number four is Dumb and Dumber. It's your number four? Yes. I think Dumb and Dumber is uh, one of the all time classics, and oh. it just might be on my list somewhere. Okay. Dumb and Dumber is, I think, is by far the funniest Jim Carrey movie. It's, it's obviously, I think it's one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. But I infinitely quotable. I think Jim Carrey is okay as a comedian. Yeah. Um, I'm not super in love with most of his comedy stuff. I do think Dumb and Dumber is one of the greatest comedies ever. You'll see it on my list. Okay. But um, we're not. It's higher up. What's up, Mikey? Um, I know he likes Dumb and Dumber, but yeah, I know not much else to say. If you haven't seen Dumb and Dumber, you really have to fucking watch it. It's one of the all time great comedies, and I don't think it's even debatable if, if, if you said it wasn't, your opinion no longer is right. Yeah, it's impossible discussion. to watch that movie and not laugh. Killer boots, least. man. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in that movie. Every, every line in that movie is like a fucking quote. No, it's like, it's, one of the funniest movies in existence and there's not a debate against it i'm with you all right what's your number four i, I already gave you my number all four. right what's your Step number three uh, my number three this one may cause controversy i remember years ago i posted on facebook that i thought this movie should be in everybody's top five and i quickly learned that nobody else had this in their top five <laughs> okay for funniest comedy movies ever the three amigos yeah, I don't care for it. I never- three Amigos. <laughs> I fucking love the Three Amigos. Hell yeah. 
Okay. I need to rewatch it, I guess. Oh my God. It's the funniest shit ever, bro. <laughs> you really like Chevy Chase, obviously. My little buttercup <laughs> has the sweetest smile. I love that shit. That movie is the funniest shit, bro. Are you like, would you call yourself a Chevy Chase fan? Fuck yeah. I love Chevy Chase. Right. I would call myself, uh, I always put these three together and it's not because they're necessarily the same. Yeah. They just go I think they're the same era and the same kind of comedy and everything. So the three actors that I always think of in the same same light are Chevy Chase, Steve Martin, and Bill Murray. Yeah, okay. And all three of those guys, like... They're undeniable. They're three of the funniest people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Those guys are amazing. <laughs> you should watch... If you like Chevy Chase that much, you really should give Community a chance. He's in the first few seasons. I will watch anything with Chevy Chase. In. It's it's that Community, by the way, is a show that was on ABC I've talked about before. Yeah, what? From, uh, has Donald, Donald Glover's from? has Donald Glover in it. And um, Chevy Chase is like a main character in like the first few seasons. And Joel McHale, if you like him. I'll try it out just based on the strength of Chevy Chase. Watch the first season if you don't like it. It's only... It might, it's actually six seasons, but they're pretty short. But check it out. It's good shit. It's on Plex. I love Chevy Chase. Hell yeah. You, he's really funny in uh, Community, too. He plays like an old, like, crotchety, like, dumbass. It's, it's really funny. I think Chevy Chase, those three guys that I just named are, yeah. like, three of the top people in the world that I would love to just have lunch with. Yeah. And just... <laughs> like just see them just Fuck being yeah, them I, I would love like, I remember when I saw uh, Zombie Land where they like go to Bill Murray's yeah. house <laughs> yeah. and that was like the weirdest <laughs> most wonderful surprise of that movie ever yeah. I was like oh fucking Bill Murray that is awesome He's Bill Murray's the shit man like um, those three guys are amazing yes my number three so I, we did five Euro Trip four Dumb and Dumber my number three is Tommy Boy Tommy Boy is a classic. I fucking I have love a, it. I have a really unpopular opinion about Tommy Boy. You like Black Sheep more. I do. Nobody else agrees with me. I don't agree with you. I think, I think they definitely go hand in hand. Yeah, they're a they great, go together. They're a great companion. It's a great companion to Tommy Boy, but Tommy Boy ekes, er, ekes it out, whatever the word I'm trying to say is, just because it's um just more classic to me. I I would agree it's more classic, like mm -hmm. from public perception. Yeah. Um I think they're both great. This is not any strike against Tommy Boy. I love Tommy Boy. Yeah. But um, I think Tommy yeah. Boy has a better story, but Black Sheep might have more funnier moments. Black Sheep is so funny to me. <laughs> uh, Black Sheep is great. I, I love every. The minute loss of, of it. Chris Farley still hurts me. Yeah, it's, it's, that is a funny fucking. Dude. We we really got fucking uh, cheated. Yeah, cheated out of a lot of great movies and funny laughs, laughter because I do died way too soon. I mean man. that. I think if he had died, if he had not died, I think Adam Sandler'd still be funny. Really? I think they like <laughs> they were on this path to be together. Yeah. And like then we got like Kevin James instead. And he is a <laughs> poor, poor, broke ass man's fucking Chris Farley. Isn't he? Uh, like that is yeah. not the same at all. Yeah, I'm with you. Um like, Mikey said Tommy Boy's top three for sure, no doubt too. Tommy Boy's a great movie. I, I, it's not in my top five, but I I think that's totally legitimate place you for You know what a movie of his that I didn't I don't remember loving, but I should revisit is Beverly Hills Ninja. I don't know if I've ever seen it. <laughs> I saw it in the theater when I was 12 years old. I never saw I've it. I've heard about it. I've never watched it. All right, Speaking of which, Beverly Hills Cop, those are great fucking movies. I don't think I've ever watched those, by the, the way. The third one's my favorite. Mm. I mean, I love Eddie Murphy, so... Yeah. Um, he said Kevin James is hilarious in King of Queens, though. I think he, Kevin James... He is James, funny in that, but... I think Kevin James is really... Eh. At best. <laughs> like, I don't dislike him, but yeah. I don't like him. Man, imagine Chris Farley in the fucking Grown Ups movies, you know? I mean, like, <laughs> but like, if you look at Grown Ups, that is a great example of where 
Adam Sandler is at in his career right now. Yeah. And I, I mean, it's for what it's worth. It's all right. I would never choose a movie like that. Like before if it's you say on, that, I dude, can watch it. But before you eh. say that, his his Netflix movies, the couple that I've seen are actually pretty fucking funny. He had a, he had one where with David Spade recently that was pretty funny. I saw. I think basically I after called, like Mr. Deeds, pretty much everything has been bad. You didn't like Click? Click was eh. Click's funny. Click Come was on. all right. All it's right. definitely not in his top half. No, I don't agree. Um, I, I, I was Fifty First Dates after that? Fifty First Dates was pretty good. I think that was after. So like after that. Um, I remember the one that stood apart. There was one up. movie of all of his like newer movies. There was one that had Andy Samberg in it. Oh yeah, that's um the uh, son. Yeah. Uh, fuck. Somebody's gonna tell us, but um, I don't remember what it's called. Whatever but that yeah, movie was. Yeah. That's that my boy. Movie, that's my boy. That's my boy. That movie, that I funny. was like so shocked at how good that was because yeah. I felt like Adam Sandler had been so terrible for such a long time. Yeah. And then I saw that and I was like, oh, this is a fucking great fucking comedy. That's a return to him like going back to like his old shit. It was almost. really funny. Yeah. But then he released like six more after that where I was like, like Grown Ups. Like, I don't think Grown Ups is necessarily bad, but hey, it's you, not really good. Do you like the one he did with Damon Wayans, Bulletproof? Never seen it. Oh my fucking god! You need to watch that. It's so it's 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 funny in the way that like Bad Boys is funny, as in like it's it's yeah. a real like serious movie, but right. it has it's a comedy right. at the same time. Right. Damon Wayans. Just to I don't it, really like the Wayans brothers. Well, just just to, just to set it up for you real quick. That's not the, he's not the Wayans brother. He was before the Wayans brothers. Damon Wayans was the original like Wayans. I don't know. There's only one Wayans brother I like, and I can't. I don't know. I don't know the names of which ones which. Yeah. Sean and Marlon. The bald the, one. Yeah, that's Damon. Is he the one in like Celtic Pride? Yes. And that dude is fucking awesome. So Damon Wayans The rest Adam of them family. are not funny at all Look, to me, but that one guy, like... Well, let me set it... Hold on. How are they from the same family, bro? Well, I don't know. Let me they're set it up for you same. real quick. This is what Bulletproof is. Him and Adam Sandler are like friends and they're like criminals. Pause. I'm going to grab a cup of coffee. <laughs> Just bring that Just pot talk. over here. I'll get some I will, too. but talk while I'm I'm still hearing you. Him and Damon... Adam Sandler and Damon Wayans are criminals and they're best friends, right? The, the movie, they're like having like a shootout or, or whatever. I don't know. Getting drugs, blah, blah, blah. The very beginning of the movie, though... Come to find out, it was a long sting operation where Damon Wayans is actually a cop, and he has to like take Adam Sandler in. Um, and they're best they're best friends. They've been best friends for like years. And he come to find out he's a cop, and he like betrayed him. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, don't burn yourself. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so the plot of the movie is he's trying to get he, Adam Sandler's like handcuffs most of the movie. He's like Damon Wayans is taking him to jail like across the country. But they get in like fucking some more shit. Some crazy stuff happens. They're at a hotel together at one point. They get like they're in like a bed that's shaped like a heart at some point. It's funny, man. Um, okay. ch check it out. It's 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 a sleeper that I don't think a lot of people consider when they talk about their top Adam Sandler movies. Honestly. Okay. Um. Um, okay. Well, uh, anyways, we were talking about Tommy Boy. I think that was my number. Three. By the way, Celtic Pride, another underappreciated. Fucking I don't know comedy. that I've seen that. It's fucking hilarious. No, it has I'll put it on my list. Um, has that Wayne's brother? It has um, the dude from um, Home Alone with the crazy hair. Okay, we're the Sticky Bandits. Oh or yeah, whatever, yeah, that yeah. guy. Okay, he's in it. Basically, they're like Celtics fans, and the Wayne's brother plays a player for the uh, Jazz. And he's like the best player in the world or whatever. And the Celtics are playing him in the finals or whatever. And they really want the Celtics to win, but they know they can't beat him, so they kidnap him so he can't play. <laughs> oh, I have seen that, I think. It's back when I was a kid. Bro, though. it's funny as shit. 
Yeah, that sounds funny. Damon Wayans is a shit. He has a show called My Wife and Kids. Uh, did you ever see that? Uh-uh. It was a sitcom. But, I mean, it was, it's like syndicated now. It's been over for a few years. But he's funny as fucking that, dude. That dude can do no wrong. I've never seen anything I didn't like that Damon Wayans did. He's the best. Like I said, I don't like any of the Damon, uh, the Wayans brothers yeah. except for him. Yeah, I he's think the shit. he is really, really funny. I think he's a good actor. I think he checks all the boxes, and I think the rest of them don't do anything well. <laughs> and right. I, I just can't even believe that they're the same family because like the disparity in talent is drastic to me. Chris said the uh, our buddy Chris Todd's toys of Todd's toys yeah. fame. Uh, he said the Wayans of brothers. Toys fame. <laughs> <laughs> he said the Wayans brothers are like the sugar-free chocolate of comedy. Like it's <laughs> like it's. It's almost comedy, but something's missing. <laughs> I mean, like, you ever watch scary movie? That shit is not funny, bro. I like, it's like dumb as fuck the whole time. I like scary movie because I think Anna Ferris is funny, but I think she has like great timing and shit. She's great. That's the main chick. Yeah. No, nope, I, I don't like her either. She's she's very like I like her dry, ridiculous. Humor. We're gonna get to how I feel about female comedians later, but okay. Uh, All right. So my number. Uh, did you say your number three? My number three was Tommy Boy. Yeah. My number three was Three Amigos. Okay. My number two. And this this was hard. I had a really hard time with two. And my one. one and two are locked, and there was no debate. Really, like I knew those without thought. All right, my number two. I really knew th- top three because Three Amigos was definitely in there. Okay, my number two is Idiocracy. I've talked about it a bunch on the show. Is I think a great but, movie. Yeah, I love the message. I think it's funny. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good movie. That being said, when I was younger, I thought it was better than I think it is now. Now, in retrospect, while I definitely think it makes more sense than ever now. Yeah. Because <laughs> now it's it's unbelievable how true it's become. Right. Um, like before it had that message where it like we're dumbing down society. We're yes. all fuck, we're all becoming stupider. Now, like before it was like a caricature of what we could be, it's become a reality. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I will say the obvious comparison between Camacho and Donald Trump is Camacho is a genuinely good, genuinely good person. He's yeah. just stupid. <laughs> Donald Trump is a fucking horrible fucking yeah. thing. Um, I will say, though, watching it now, I feel like there was a, a lot more that like I feel like it kind of missed the mark in that there was so much more that could have been done with it. Sure. That they just they didn't. They didn't reach the highs that they could have with that. Okay. I can feel that. But it is a good movie and I do like it. For those that don't know Idiocracy, real quick synopsis, it's made by Mike Judge, which created who created Office Space and uh, Beavis and Butthead, Has King Luke of the Wilson. Hill. Has Luke Wilson in it. Maya Rudolph's in it. Terry Crews is in it. Dak Shepard's in it. Um, it's a good movie. Luke Wilson gets put in like a... And Maya Rudolph get put in capsules for like a, as an experiment for the U.S. Army and they... And something happens and they accidentally wake up like what was like 20,000 years or something ridiculous 3,000 yeah. years in the future something yeah. like that and uh, everyone in the world is just dumb as fuck and they all no one drinks water they all drink fucking Gatorade Gatorade <laughs> it has electrolytes yeah um, but anyways they're watering their crops with Gatorade and Luke, like, so and they find out Luke Wilson is he's a regular guy but he's the smartest person in the world so like he yeah, he's like re- a re- totally regular guy <laughs> in current day but in the future he's the he's far and away like the biggest genius ever <laughs> one of the funny one of the funniest jokes in is he's in he's in line to go to prison like all these people are in line and he just goes up to the guard he's like hey i think i'm supposed to be in that line and they, there was a line across the way that was people leaving prison and the guard like slaps him in the head he's like he's like why are you over here you fucking stupid ass and like yeah. puts him over there there's a bunch of stuff like they do like the iq test where they're putting the shapes in the holes yeah. and, like nobody else can figure it out he's like 
<laughs> some guy's like, like you're a genius. Some guys, he's like looking over at some guys. And he's like holding his thing. He's cheating and shit. Yeah. That's, that movie is just great. I love it. Every second of yeah, it. Yeah, it's a good movie. My number two. I, before we go on, I want to say um, Luke Wilson. He is, in, he's funny. He's in a lot of comedies. Um, I feel like he's the underappreciated Wilson brother. Yeah. That being said, have you ever seen the movie Vacancy? It's a horror um, movie. I think I have. Maybe Basically, once. they came out it. with this movie, Vacancy, and he was cast in the lead role. And when I saw that he was going to be in this movie, I thought that was such an odd cast for him because it's like a genuine horror movie. Yeah. And I never have seen him in anything other than comedy. Yeah. And I was blown away by how well of a job he did. And that's like a really great horror movie. I highly recommend it. But like, I, I couldn't believe, believe I couldn't believe how awesome of a job he did in a horror movie. Still to this day, I watch that and I'm just like, damn, like <laughs> who'd have known he could act? Yeah. Like, good for you, bro. Like, not yeah. to say that he was terrible in combat, but like, you almost see him as like, Luke Wilson's the man. He's, he was also in, um, really un, like old school. He, he, uh, oh, and wasn't he in Dodgeball? No. That was Owen Wilson, I think, maybe. No, it was Vince Vaughn. Oh, yeah. That's all. I'm confusing him with Vince Vaughn. <laughs> but, yeah, like, really, like, that guy is way more talented than you would think at first glance. Yeah. Really, really, really good talent. Trying to see what else he's been in that I really liked. He's in a lot of shit. Damn. There's Vacancy. Came out Blades of Glory. That's a funny movie. Blades of Glory is funny. I think that gets slept on a lot, too. Um, I think that's a good movie and I think it's funny. Yeah. Probably Will Ferrell's bottom half. Yeah, I would agree. Good movie. Um, funny. Um, just throw this in. Mikey's comment and he said he's his top five would be Tommy Boy, Hangover, Dumb and Dumber, Dodgeball, and Liar Liar. I love all of those movies. Um, they're all they're all good. I think Liar Liar is the worst on your list. I think Dodgeball is one of um, Ben Stiller's funniest movies. I think Dodgeball is classic. Did you know that that movie Look, Chuck Norris almost killed my dad. <laughs> Literally. What? Yeah, how many people can say that? All the <laughs> Chuck Norris jokes going around, Chuck Norris literally almost what? killed my dad. What? How? All right, real quick, I'm going to tell the story. <laughs> so my dad's a sports writer. Yeah. So because he's a sports writer, somebody from the dodgeball marketing team, when it was coming out in theaters, sent my dad a copy of it on DVD. Okay. My Hoping that my dad would write about it to give him press. Okay. My dad wasn't going to do that. Of course. But we got this sport. copy. We got this copy of Dodgeball at my house on DVD before when it's in theaters. Hmm. So me and my dad sit down to watch it one night. We're watching. It's funny. We're enjoying it. I'm, mind you, at the time, I'm like 12. Yeah. Something like that. Right. So I'm a kid and it gets to the end. And you know, that scene where Chuck Norris comes on the screen. No, I don't remember up. that. <laughs> they go to the judges and Chuck Norris is the third judge. <laughs> okay. It's like so out of left field and odd. Yeah. Well, that happens. And right at that moment, my dad is taking a drink of his drink and he starts laughing because it's like Chuck Norris out of left field. <laughs> and he starts laughing and he starts choking on his drink and he's coughing and he's coughing. And I'm like, yo, are you all right? And then he just stay, my dad stops coughing. I'm like, remember this clear as day. I'll never forget this. this is like trauma for the rest of my life. My dad stops coughing altogether, like out of... <laughs> the hardest cough for like the longest time it just stops and he stands up and he puts his arm down and his drink started spilling he's holding his drink but he like puts his arm down so it's spilling now and he's just standing there quiet and I'm like are you okay and he just collapsed boom hit the fucking glass table just he his cup ended up underneath of him and shattered Whoa. and he's not breathing and I'm like 12 and I'm like well oh fuck <laughs> 
So I immediately call 911 like my fucking dad's dead. <laughs> and, you know, they come or whatever. And he like rolls over and ends up OK or whatever. I guess something was blocking his passage and it just shut his body down immediately. Whoa, um, that's crazy. <laughs> and if he hadn't rolled over, it probably would have blocked him. Like, but yeah, he ended up being OK. But he almost fucking died. Wow, like he wasn't breathing at all. What, what do you um, think happened? Like the, it was just he like, when he was coughing. He almost kind of like he almost kind of like drowned. Whatever. He almost kind of like drowned. Something, on something to that effect. But it, it, the way it happened, it wasn't like he kept struggling. He just shut down. Wow. Like he stopped coughing. Was it a stroke or something? Shit. No, no, no. <laughs> he stopped coughing. But like after he stopped coughing, he was perfectly silent <laughs> and he stood up. He put his drink down to his side and it started spilling. He's obviously out of it. Yeah. At this point. And then he just collapsed. Wow, that's crazy. Does he remember he, that? Like, no, he he didn't remember it when it happened. Like, he woke up and was like, "What happened?" Whoa! I'll never forget this. He shattered his glass underneath him between him and the table. It was a glass table. I'm glad the glass didn't break on the table. Yeah. But he shattered his glass between him. It cut his face up. Like he woke up. Like the fuck is going Jeez. on? Jeez! It was the scariest, one of the scariest things to ever happen in my life. That is crazy. Yeah, that is Chuck funny Morris. that you can say. Uh, Chuck, Chuck Norris. Norris legitimately almost killed my dad. Well, I'm being told that average Joe's does not <laughs> and I think that's hilarious that nobody else can say that. <laughs> nobody else can say that the way I can say that. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I just wanted to see so the Chuck ongoing Norris. joke that Chuck Norris is. Yeah, I got that one. <laughs> this yeah, movie is they, funny as They fun. go to the judges. Where is he? Oh, there uh, he is. Yeah, yeah. Look, play right there. That's the second judge, and it goes to the third judge. Boom, and my dad dies. There you go. There you go. That's so crazy, dude. True story. Wow. That's nuts. Yeah, it was nuts, bro. All right. All right. So where are we at on. in our list? Um, all right. So I said two was idiocracy. Did you say your two? Um. No. I don't even need to look at my list. I know what mine is. All right, what's is. your number two? Uh, my number two is going to be Dumb and Dumber. Fuck yeah. And again, uh, there's like no debate here. Like, for me, that's solidified. Dumb and Dumber is one of the funniest movies ever. Yeah, we agree. We've uh, already spoken about that. We don't have to go too deep into it, but yeah. I mean, my top five, I mean, Dumb and Dumber easily could have been my number one. I just I, I just had a few that I have more memories with, I guess. So that's what, the only reason it kind of squeaked those out. My know? number one, I have such a deep passion and love for that it's like, it stands alone on okay. its own and there's nothing else. I close. think I know you're not number you one, do. You probably but do. I, it's not in my top five. I'm obviously. sure it's not. I don't think it's in most people's top five. But to me, it's the only one. Okay. <laughs> here, I'll um, I'll type it out here. I won't spoil your uh, uh, um, reveal, but this is what I guess it is. <sighs> uh, He's gonna take a little little guessaroo. All right. I don't want my phone autocorrected it. But anyways, my number one. Your phone would have autocorrected it. <laughs> my yep. number, my number one is. You got it right, I'm sure. <laughs> Your number one is. Oh, hold on, wait. Let's get the sound effect. You're dropping oh, yeah. the ball. Hold on, one second. One second here. Hello. I'm doing my. I'm doing my. He's, on, call he's taking a phone call. She's with Shelby. Bye. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> All right. Here's my number one. Mall rats. Never seen it. 
That's it. It's my number one. Never seen it. I watched that movie a million times. I think times. Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back is pretty fucking hilarious, but yeah. I've never seen Mallrats, so I don't know. Uh, Kevin Smith. It's it's my favorite Kevin Smith movie without a doubt, but I think it's I mean it's it's infinitely quotable. Every fucking scene and it's great. Ben Stiller's in it. Uh, what's his name? The du- main dude, Jason Lee. He's so fucking funny in it. It's it's great on every level. I, I I can't say enough about it. I've seen that movie so many times. I have nothing to add. Never yeah. seen it. I don't have a whole lot more to add, but everyone should watch it. You really is it on Plex? Um, it should be. If not, it will be. I'm I'm interested. I've Peep always it. liked, but I've just never had the it's chance. So to watch fucking it funny. I, I mean, if uh, have you seen how many Kevin Smith movies have you seen? Have you seen like Clerks or nope. um? Chasing Amy or nope. uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. I've seen this. I didn't know that was him. Pretty sure it is. No, that's Judd Apatow. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, what the fuck else did he make? He made a bunch of other ones. I'm slipping right now, not remembering them. But anyways, that's my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Oh, Dogma. I love Dogma. Okay. Dogma is a classic. Yeah, I like Dogma a lot. Dogma is right up there with the rest of these movies for me. Hell yeah. Like, Dogma's really good. My favorite, Kevin Smith, Mallrats. Check it out. It was one of his earlier I mean, ones, Dogma too. has so many different things that I like. It's got George Carlin. Yeah. It's got fucking uh, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. It's got, like, there's there's just a laundry list of things to love about Dogma. And I love the mess. I'm an atheist. So yeah, it's absolutely. It's, like, right up there with me. Do you um, like Do you like Jason Lee? Who was that? Um, he was at, like the main guy in My Name Is Earl. I've never seen it. Um, he was also in. He's he's in Alvin and the Chipmunks. He plays Dave. <laughs> Is he the guy that in um, Dogma plays the guy they go to his house and they're talking about the internet? Yes. Yeah, I know who he is. Um, I like him. Yeah. Okay. Well, he's the main character in um, Mallrats. I like him. There he uh, is. He plays a character named Brody. I mean, I've never seen this movie, but check it out. Watch it. I'm showing you. Oh, yeah. I don't know who the other main guy is, and he's not in many other shit, but it's a classic 90s movie. I highly recommend it. It's better than Dogma, though? I think so. Dogma's awesome. I think this is funnier than Dogma. Dogma might be a better movie, but this is way funnier. I really love Dogma. He's doing like a dating game. (laughs) Anyways, all right. What's your... Oh, here. I'll I'll drum roll you. I was going to do my... Here, I got, I got one. You did your own sound. All right, go ahead. I'm going to do my own. And the Oscar goes to... Basketball, number one oh, favorite bah, 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 comedy bah. ever. I love basketball. Wow. Yeah, you want to do some air horns? We can yeah. do some air horns here. Where's my air horn sound effect? <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Basketball is the funniest movie I've ever seen in my life. That it's movie is close. great. That's the greatest comedy in existence. I've seen it more times than I've probably seen any movie except for maybe Pulp Fiction. Wow. That movie is so, it's infinitely funny too. I love that it. Is, That's my favorite Trey Parker, the, Matt Stone the movie. The funniest shit about that is, I mean, that's funny because the overwhelming majority of the jokes, you have to know like a lot about sports to get. Yeah. So like, they're so funny that that's accessible to you, even though you don't watch a lot yeah. of sports. But I will say that movie is so hilarious that I've seen it nine million times. And every time I watch <laughs> it, I still notice something new. <laughs> and I notice that there are always so many jokes happening at the same time yeah. that like you'll be watching a scene and there'll be a joke in the foreground. But if you start watching the background, there's other jokes going on in the background. You wouldn't yeah. even notice unless you were paying it. Like, there's so many things to laugh at at all times. I need it's to rewatch just, that. It's been so long since I've watched it. 
that is the greatest comedy ever. Uh, that was not the one I got. I thought you were going to say Caddyshack, judging by how big of a fan you were of all those oh, no, other movies. No. Um, but yeah, that movie is, I love it, man. I, from what I remember of it, it's been a long time. I should rewatch it. What My favorite joke that I remember from it is how they keep calling that guy a little bitch. They keep calling the one yeah, guy a little I bitch. I swear to God, if you guys call me a little bitch 13 or 14 more times, I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, that joke right there makes me laugh every time. Coop, Airman Cooper, Doug, Sir Swish, Reamer, and Squeak, Little Bitch, Glory. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's great. Oh, shit, that's funny. And they legitimately created a new sport for that movie. We Not, not only did they legitimately create a new sport, like me and my cousin Paul, played that our whole childhood <laughs> like we would legitimately play that game you all did the time. psych outs and shit yeah it was fun bro like i played that with other kids in the neighborhood like <laughs> i played basketball like that's a real game that you can play and have fun with bro. that's so crazy the it's thing about so it. fun they created a fucking sport for their comedy movie it was it's <laughs> it's uh, awesome i love that fucking good movie, choice bro. man you're a you're a true um trey parker matt stone fan i didn't know I you, you had it in you no I, do you, I what do you think about team america I think Team America is fucking hilarious. Hell yeah. Um, I, I, that's probably their second best movie. I think I would put Orgasmo third. Yeah. Orgasmo is really funny. Orgasmo is weird. Yeah, it is. <laughs> that's like, it's an odd one. Yeah, I ain't um, gay or nothing. That, I ain't that gay or nothing, joke. but I think Depeche Mode is fucking sweet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit. I think it's like the funniest thing in that whole movie too, in Orgasmo. Just him always doing the, I ain't gay or nothing, but, and then he says like... <laughs> gay shit every time I, wish I ain't gay or nothing but that guy has really cute ass <laughs> I wish they would uh, fucking make a movie out of the Book of Mormon already cause I want to see the Book of Mormon so bad I know it's it's at the Ohio Theater I think right now or Palace Theater like they're doing it um, oh I, if I'd have known I'd be down to go I guess I mean I, from what I hear Probably it's pretty expensive I don't yeah. know but I, I wish my sister has been to see it and she said it's fucking really? phenomenal yeah. I just want to see the story I want to know what it is what's going on you know I mean the reviews are outstanding I know those guys like they've really tapped into something great. They they're a comedy force to be reckoned with. They are just in a league of their own. Yeah, bro. they like, really are. They're just South the South Park movie, undeniable. Also, bigger, longer, uncut. Yeah. Fucking great. I've seen that a fuckload of times too. Yeah, movie's amazing. <laughs> Make the sound of a dying giraffe. What's a dying giraffe sound like? Ah! <laughs> oh, is that a dying giraffe? The, the songs in that movie are fucking on point. I mean, for a comedy, Cosmos yeah, for an adult comedy beast. movie. I mean, they really spent so much effort on it. It's no, crazy. those guys are. I listened to the soundtrack for that movie like crazy when I was a kid. Kyle's mom is a big fat bitch, the biggest bitch in the whole wide world. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Super Troopers. Mikey mentioned that. That movie's pretty funny, but that movie's pretty funny. It's not my top five or anything, yeah. but um, my like favorite it. part of that movie, grow a mustache. <laughs> I don't. Re it's not even quotable to me. I haven't seen it enough. Oh, it's it's a good movie. I'll watch the sequel. I need to rewatch it too. I'll I watch the sequel. I, I do want to see the sequel. I like the first one. Well, I, I, you ever watch Club Dread? Nope, never seen that. I like Let it. me put that on my list because that's one. It's I, such a weird movie because it's it's a comedy and it's a horror. And usually, when one of those when a movie does something like that, it's like usually more comedy than horror or something. Yeah. Like. It's kind of legitimately both. It's okay. really weird. It's really weird how they did that. I've never... One of those... Uh, I've it's never got, like, really dumb humor that those guys do. Yeah. But, like, the horror's almost genuine. Okay. I'll check it out. Odd. Okay. I, need to, I need to watch Beer Fest also. I've never watched that in completion. It's great. That's what I hear. Beer, Beer Fest is great. Yeah. Oh, Shaun of the Dead. That, that movie could have easily got into my top. You've, have you ever seen it? I don't like British comedy. Please watch it. No, I'm not watching it. I've, I've seen 
bits of it. I'm not watching it. It's legitimately one. I'm of the, telling you, I'm not watching. I'm it. telling you right now, it's legitimately one of the best zombie movies I've ever seen. I'm not watching. As I, a zombie movie fan, you owe yourself to watch it. I'm not watching that. I do not like that kind of. That stuff That movie's at all. more horror than it is comedy. Okay, but I'm not gonna watch it because I, I am so that's a, off by that. I'm a, that's a goddamn shame, man. You really, I think you really British like it. humor does not. It's work not. For me. It's not British humor. It really is. It really is. I don't know why you're. Getting I've seen. That. I've seen pieces of it, bro. It's not just because the people like. are British doesn't mean it's like British humor. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying those guys do British humor. The pieces that I've seen are not. That's not something I'm interested. Have you in. watched any of their movies? Like they're in a league of their own. Yeah, those I, guys are uh, um, Hot Fuzz. Have you yeah, seen that? Not into that, bro. No. God damn, you're. That's a fucking shame. Yeah, you really. I'm not, into those, I'm not into it, bro. <laughs> like to each his own. Like you're allowed to love it, but I, I, it's not for me. I think Shaun of the Dead's undeniable. I really do. I don't know what else to say, man. I, I'm really sad that you won't give that one a sh uh, shot. I've given it a shot. That's what you keep saying. You just said Watch you've it. never watched it. I've never watched it in full. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've watched, like, I've tried to watch it before. It doesn't work for me. I'm not into it. I don't know, man. I don't know what to say about but that. But there had, like, I have given it a, a chance. It's not like I'm just like, no. I don't believe you. Oh, okay. I don't care. <laughs> I don't believe you've given it a fair shake. I'm sad about that. I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Not for I, me. I don't care that you don't care. I'm just, I'm really, it is sad for, it's sad. It's a sad day in, in life that a zombie fanatic like yourself doesn't like Shaun of the Dead. I, there's lots of zombie stuff I don't like. Yeah. I like Same, good zombie. I don't like. I do too, but I think, Shaun, like I said, Shaun of the Dead, I think it's undeniable. Everybody would probably agree. I think you just like going against the grain sometimes just to do it. I have all kinds of popular opinions too, though. I, you do. So like you, I just have my own opinion. You, I feel like you pick and choose where you go against the grain, like just to go against the grain. I'm going to go mean, against the grain th on that one. I think picking and choosing is called having an opinion. Okay. I agree. Sure, like if it's not extent. always just against the grain and it's not always just with popular opinion, that would insinuate I'm making my own mind up <laughs> from on a case but by case on, basis. On right? some shit, like you make, you, but you make very broad statements like, I don't like British movies. So Shaun of the Dead. No, no. I didn't say I don't like British movies. Said, I don't like British comedy. I don't like British humor. You ever watch Monty Python? Yeah, I think that shit's fucking hilarious. <sighs> I love Mr. Bean. That shit. Mr. Bean's pretty funny. <laughs> okay. I like Mr. Bean. <laughs> So you can't, Mr. Bean, Mr. So Bean, don't make like, broad statements like I don't like British comedy because no, Mr. Bean's can, the epitome of fucking no, but British can, comedy. You can make broad statements and speak in generalities. Why? How? Why? If I say what? I don't like British comedy, that doesn't mean there's nothing British humor that I've ever liked. It just means in general that's not for me. Okay. You cannot like horror movies, but have a specific horror movie that you do like. You cannot like, yeah, like. That's it's not. I think I think you can. I, I you're get taking what you're everything saying. I'm saying is concrete for everything. Like that's not how. Well, I'm you're speaking. the one that said it. I'm just going no, by. In what general, you said. in general, you should go by what I said. In general, I don't like British humor. I mean, that's there, are, say, there are there are exceptions. Like Mr. Movies Bean. because I don't like fucking um, Tyler Perry. I don't like any. I don't like black movies, so I'm oh, not watching oh, Friday. Oh, why don't we leave Tyler Perry alone? <laughs> Back up off my. Wait, guy. do you like Tyler Perry movies? I mean, he's okay. <laughs> okay. I don't dislike Tyler Perry. I, I don't love Tyler Perry. I mean, he's cool. Here's like, a gen, here's a general. Here's how you should approach that generality. Not saying I don't like black movies, but I've never watched a full Tyler Perry movie. But saying, <laughs> <laughs> but I w I would watch a Tyler Perry movie. He's okay. But the point is, 
saying like, I don't like black comedies just because I don't like Tyler Perry movies. And then like not watching Friday because of it. That's kind of the comparison I'm making, you know? No, I'm saying that in general, I don't think British humor is funny. There are absolutely exceptions to the rule. But just because you like Shaun of the Dead and I didn't doesn't mean that I need to like change my perception of things. I, I, think just, I just didn't like Shaun of the Dead. All, Sorry. Okay. I'm not trying to change your perception. All I'm trying to say is you. I wish you would watch the full movie at least. I've watched enough to know that I don't want to. I've watched enough. But you, you also sometimes change I've your watched, opinion. I've watched more Shaun of the Dead than I've watched Leatherface. <laughs> okay. How much Leatherface did you watch? I watched like an hour and okay. shut that shit off. Okay. Maybe 45 minutes. Something like that. Okay. I, like, I mean, if you watch that much of a movie, you might as well watch the rest. No, I mean, saying. you can mentally check out at some point <laughs> where you're like, I'm just not with it. All right. I guess so. Um... Okay, well, I won't hassle you anymore about it. I'm just, I'm just, it makes, it makes me upset. That's all. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I think Zombieland is kind of similar. I think Shaun of the Dead's better than Zombieland. I don't. Without a doubt. I don't think it's close. <laughs> I don't think it's even close. But all right. Like, Zombieland is like, kind of walks that line of comedy and horror too. Yeah. But like, Zombieland is great to me. I thought that was an awesome movie. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> we're not good. We're just going to keep fucking clashing on that, man. Okay. Clash. Clash, I, I, clash, clash. I've only seen Zombie Land like once, I think. Maybe twice. But Zombie Land was awesome. I did like it. Zombie Land was They're great. making a second one, I think, by the way. I'm on board. Yeah. Woody Harrelson's awesome. The dude's name's. They call him Columbus the whole movie because he's from Columbus. Yeah. And I like lived in Arizona when that came out. So everybody's like, oh, that's your guy. And that like, is yeah. cool. <laughs> um, like the Twinkie thing's funny. I think the Bill Murray thing's hilarious. I think. I just think it's a good movie. Like. That's another one that walks the line of comedy and horror really well and does both well. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, let's see where we're at on time. We're at 152 already. Do we even want to get into the rest? To the other thing we were discussing? Or do you uh, just want to fly through it? We spent a long time on movies. Mr. Call. I mean, I don't think the second one we'll spend as much time on. All right. Let's Your just, call. We can do whatever you want. Let's go through it. We'll just run through it real quick. Okay. Because I don't think we'll have as many opinions. Okay. Um, all right. So th we got one more top five. We decided right before the show started. Um, we we're going to do, uh, since we were talking about comedy movies, we thought it'd be fun to do top five comedians. Top five comedians. And these are stand-up comedians. Yeah. Just like to, this is stand-up comedy. Just to what we're talking about. We're not talking about like films and stuff. We're talking about their stand-up comedy. Okay. So you, I think I started last time, so you can start this time. All right. Go with your well, number five. My number five is Jerry Seinfeld. I think he's hilarious. I think he's got his own brand of humor and he's kind of unique and not like everybody else, which I yeah. think is really awesome. I think he's funny as shit. Um, okay. I, I mean, obviously Seinfeld is a beast all on its own. It's awesome. I'm happy you but like his, Seinfeld. His stand-up, I mean, is all based off of, yeah. or I mean, his show is basically based a lot off of his stand-up. I've watched his stand-up um, and it, I don't fucking like it at all, but I love it's so Seinfeld. Fun. It's so dumb and like, yeah. but I just think he's really funny. It's um, just, I don't like the, I, I'd rather listen to like story jokes or, or real life jokes than like his, his is like, like very simple means at all. Very simple. Like I know, I know his style. Simplistic is jokes. It is. It's like joke, oh, joke, it's very, joke, it's, joke. Yeah. Um, that's why I, I'm not super into it. I get why you like it. And he is, I think he's undeniably funny. I don't think he's a gr very great stand-up person. Uh, yeah, he is. He is. But the, I his, mean, but like everybody else on my list, he's different than everybody else on okay. my list. Um, reminded me of another thing I wanted. To I have some. Of. I have some notable mentions. I don't know if I want to tell you yet, though, because okay. it might ruin my list. Yeah, let's let's wait. Um, um so on. who's your number five? My number five 
which this is someone I think a lot of people hate on. And I don't know why. I think it's just popular to hate on him is Dane Cook. I think he's fucking great. Okay. So Dane Cook's one of my notable mentions. Okay. Um, the reason. All right. So like Dane Cook, I have this weird thing with where when he was really popular, I didn't think he was that funny. I'm like, I yeah. didn't think he was terrible, but I didn't think he was that great. I kind of slept on like, him because was he was so huge. circle? Was yeah. that like his big one? Yes. Um, like right around that time, I, I was like, he's all right. Yeah. Like I didn't dislike him, but I didn't really love him. Same. And then he came out with the next one after that. I forget what it was called. Um, I don't remember. But the next one after that, everybody else thought was not as good. I thought it was way better. And then after watching that, I could go back to his other ones and appreciate him way more. Yeah. Um, so I, I kind of like turned on to Dane Cook as people were turning off of him. I'm the same, yeah. But I think he was really good. Like I I think part of it too was like at one point I was really young yeah. when like Vicious Circle thing mm-hmm. was. Um, and he had this like thing where he's making fun of atheists and becoming a tree yes. or something. Yeah. And I remember being really young and I was like kind of offended by it. Yeah. And as I got older, I realized like I didn't need to be offended by it. It was just a fucking joke. Yeah, absolutely. Like, and that just took like maturity on my part. That was not his fault. Like they're, it's not offensive to yeah, me at I'm all. I'm with you. But I like mean, at I, the time, I didn't really, I just felt like he was making fun of me. And then as I got older, I just like, like, yeah, that is funny. Like, yeah. And that's the thing um, with, I got to with any stand up, with any stand up comedy. I mean, even if they make racist jokes or whatever, like it's either funny to you or it's not, you yeah. don't need to get offended, yeah. you know, just move on. Don't laugh. Well, I mean, comedy is one of those things where like all of like the rules of life kind of go away. Yeah. As like that's like funny. the one place like you can say something racist and if it's funny enough yeah like i can forgive it because the whole point of this is to not have rules right we're supposed to be able to say unforgivable things because that's part of the humor of comedy yes so like as long as it's not outright racist like if it's humorous and funny like i can forgive that absolutely you know like I'm with so you. i i agree um but yeah i i he's on my notable mentions dan cook he's the man check him out and he's he's also a, a uh, most of the movies I've seen with him in and I really like too. I think it's, I, I agree. I, I think it's really weird how he kind of fell off. Yeah, it is weird. Cause I, he was like so on top of the world. Everyone just started like kind of turning on him. And it seems like people like now like kind of dislike him. Yeah. And I'm like, why? Hey, I mean, his, I like it, him. Like I was following I like him. him. I followed him on Instagram and I stopped because his, his Instagram's just kind of douchey. It'd be like him, like posting a picture from like his abs down and like beautiful, like pool in the background just saying like what a beautiful day to like yeah, get whatever. the fuck out of here bro like i'm not gonna follow you on instagram but you're funny so i still like you i like him he was in uh he, by the way if you watch the movie mr brooks i think with kevin costner is he in that yes. that's a great movie by the way i think it's but i don't I think, think he's in mr brooks there's a movie where he's he's in it and he's like he's a killer dane cook is i thought it was mr brooks i could be wrong i don't know Anyways, all I right. don't think he's in Mr. Brooks. That's a great fucking film. By Tell the way. us. I like Mr. Brooks from what I remember. Obviously, I don't remember it too well, but I remember liking it. Go ahead with your number five while I look this up. I already gave you my number five. It was what, Jerry was Seinfeld. It? Oh, yeah. Okay. So that my was number my four. number five. Um, what's your number four? My number four is Chris Rock. Ah, um, yeah. I think Chris Rock could have probably ranked higher on my list, except Chris Rock, when he was good, he was really yeah. fucking good. Bigger and Blacker is but one of the, he, uh, yeah. it goes down as one yeah. of the funniest Absolutely. comedy specials ever. But then he tailed off really hard. Yeah. Like he, he got, he it got pretty bad there for a while. And then he just really recently did his oh, new yeah, one, look, Tambourine. He wasn't Mr. Brooks. See? Oh, maybe you're right. But he, he just did a new one. Tam- oh, he's the guy that went, he's following Mr. Brooks. Yeah. He, he like catches Mr. Brooks. He's like, teach me. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. I remember that now. <laughs> um, 
No, Chris Rock, like he just released a new special called Tambourine on Netflix. I watched about half of it. Yeah. I thought that was really good. I thought it was a really great comeback. Really? Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I never finished it because it didn't really grab me. Honestly. I thought it was much better than the last couple we had before that. Um, but like the only reason Chris Rock is so low is because I felt like his lows were pretty low. Yeah. But his highs are really high. Yeah. I mean, he, he's got some great movies under his belt. Bigger and Blacker, again, I think he's one of the best comedy specials Sandler, ever. I'm telling you, it's not helping him. But yeah, I mean, he he's uh, career-wise, I don't think he's made a lot of the best decisions. Um, but I mean, as long as he keeps doing stand-up, I think he'll continue being a great, honestly. He's already yeah. he's already going down as one of the greats. But He's already in my top five, so. Um, I, I wouldn't... I, I don't know. I need to finish Tambourine, I guess, because what I watched of it, I wasn't hugely impressed with, to be quite honest. I enjoyed it. Oh, Mikey said employee of the month is a classic. He said his number five is Gabriel Iglesias. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. <laughs> I, think, I think Gabriel you Iglesias are is, tripping, bro. is fucking Lay terrible. Lay off the fucking weed. <laughs> You're smoking too much weed if you think that shit is top five. Gabriel Iglesias is not funny. That's like saying... Um, you gotta be real high to be laughing that hard, bro. Like... <laughs> Wow. It's like saying like Carlos Mencia is one yeah. of my favorite. Yeah, it's kind of like what that's like. No, no. Uh, my number four is Dennis Leary. I'm glad that we agree on Gabriel, Gabriel Iglesias and Carlos Mencia because yeah. they're both kind of fucking trash, bro. <laughs> my number four is, uh, what I say, Dennis Leary? Sorry to be like shitting on your opinion, but yeah, no, your opinion is I agree. shitty though. Sorry. Um, Sorry. Dennis Leary is, I, he hasn't done a whole lot comedy wise. He's done a f couple specials, but um, No Cure for Cancer goes down as one of the funniest comedy specials of all time for me. And just for that reason alone, that's, that's why he's in there. But uh, I don't, I tried rewatching it. It doesn't really, a lot of references don't really hold up very well, but he's just so animated and crazy and funny. And uh, his facial expressions make me laugh so much. He, that, that comedy special alone is worth putting him in uh, my top five for. I think he's okay. Lock and um, Load's funny too. But. I don't dislike him, but yeah. he's not anywhere close to my top five. Sure. I get it. I mean, most people I don't think would put him in there, but. He's okay. I don't dislike him. He's fine. All right. What's your number four? Um, no, I'm number three. All right. My number four was Chris Rock. Mm. My number three, I have like a tie for my second. So it's like three, two and three are kind of the same. Okay. They're very different comedians though. Okay. I'm going to go. Number three, I'm going to put. Kevin Hart. Okay. I think Kevin Hart is one of the greatest comedians ever. I think he has been on a tear for a really long time and yeah. been really funny for a really long time. Um, I think, I mean, obviously his movies speak for themselves, but his stand up is phenomenal. I've never watched a Kevin Hart special. They're really good. Yeah. I hear he's amazing, but he's I, fucking hilarious. I should give him a shot. Um, I debated on putting him at number two. Mm. I ultimately went with somebody else at my number two. <laughs> okay. But he's fucking great. And I, I really think he's hilarious. I, I, one of the best comedians I've ever seen. You know what? I don't know that I've ever even watched a movie with Kevin Hart in it. Now that I think about it. What? Yeah, I don't think I have. He's in tons of movies. Maybe, I've, maybe I have. I just haven't. I can't think of it. Oh, he's the fucking. Man. I know he's in Get Hard, right? Yeah, he needs to be my best friend. <laughs> like I would just hang out with Kevin Hart all day, every day. <laughs> all right. Um, that was your number three. Yeah, my number three is Joe Rogan. Oh yeah, not anywhere on my radar. <laughs> I really, I don't particularly like Joe Rogan. All right, a lot of people don't. I think he's, I don't want to say he's a jerk, but like he strikes me as kind of jerk. I think you have the wrong impression of him. I've listened to that guy talk a lot and he's definitely not a jerk, but I get it. I mean, it, uh, from the outside, he may seem like that and I get why, but no, he's not. Um, to be fair, I'm not super familiar with I him. I know. It's okay. So like, I think maybe if I got more familiar with him, my perception of him would change. Yeah. Um, he's a super I'm not casting like an unforgivable, like depiction of him in my mind. I gotcha. 
but like I'm just not a big fan. I think he's he's a super down to earth. Like Joe hat though. He's a super down to earth and relatable guy from like just the, his opinions on shit. I mean, he he seems to take shit. You know, actually, when you listen, when you talk to him and stuff like that, you right. know, from what I can tell. But besides that, I think he's been doing comedy for so long and he's got uh, every special I've watched of his. I really like and I'm a huge fan of his in general. So I had to include him. OK, so that's, that's number fair. three. I got my Joe hat. The Joe. For Joe Rogan. <laughs> you know what this hat is? No. Joe Louis Arena. Oh, OK. It's the final season at the Joe. Joe Louis Arena is where uh, the Red Wings played in Detroit for years and years mm. and years and years and years and years. And they just played their final season, uh, I think, a year ago in the Joe before they moved into their new arena. And I made a trip to Detroit to go to a game before they shut it down. And I got this awesome final season, farewell season to the Joe hat. Joe Louis Arena. Badass. All right. The Joe. What's your number? <laughs> go it's on. It's like a legendary venue. Like, okay. It's like a big deal. I never heard of it. I also went and saw the Palace. The same weekend. That's the uh, where the Pistons played for years. And oh, years okay. Years. That's gone now. Um, What's your number two? My number two, George Carlin, the fucking man. He is the man. Now, I almost placed George Carlin lower on the list for the same reason as Chris Rock, mm -hmm. because he has some where he's getting older and they are not as funny as they're like sure. kind of preachy and not as funny. Um. The reason that he's so high is because his highs are so much higher. Yeah. He, when he is on, he is like, he is, he was undisputably the funniest person in the world at one point in time to me. Uh, yeah, you're probably right. Like that guy is fucking all kinds of funny. He almost like, he almost like. Rest uh, in peace. He blurs the line between stand up comedy and like one man show. Like you could tell his shit is very yeah. well written and rehearsed. You oh, know? he, he. It ain't just like the way he rattles things jokes. off, yeah. bro. Like you're like, damn. Like, yeah. He's done this a million times in the mirror. Like, yes. And what's impressive is he would do that shit once a year. He was releasing specials once a year like that for a long time. He was. Have you ever seen this baseball football bit? Probably. I don't remember off the top of my head. He's basically comparing baseball. I've and listened football. to all of his specials. You would like it, like, because you're not like a super big sports fan, but like, you, it's relatable because he's comparing how tough you have to be to play football and how soft baseball players are. <laughs> and it's just, it's so funny, which is ridiculous because you have to be really tough to play baseball. He has, too, a, he has a bit about the name Kyle being like faggy. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, yeah. I bet you Vinny had beat up Kyle any day of the week. Like, yeah. Yeah. But like, no, he's just so fucking hilarious. Yeah. He's bro. great. He, I almost and he's, put him in he's one of those, five. like when he's doing like political stuff, which he does a lot, he lays out his debates where they're almost undisputable. Yeah. Like there's no way to debate this. Yeah. Like he just shuts everything down and just like, he makes it so, makes so much sense. Well, I mean like he's a great example of like why comedy is such a good way to approach politics mm -hmm. because you can make all these great analogies and like explain things and it it makes it the easiest way for somebody to relate to something that they wouldn't normally agree sure. with. Now, maybe a lot of times it might just piss you off. They're cracking jokes about something you believe or whatever, but like specifically with politics and George Carlin is the best case you can find. He can lay out a case for something you disagree with. And at the end you might be like, yeah, you're fucking right. Yeah. If you're open-minded enough, he could change your fucking mind. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm with you 100%. I agree with every word you said. George Carlin's the fucking shit. I love George Carlin. And he's a great He's great in dogma. He is great in dogma. <laughs> I love that he's a renowned atheist and he played the priest. That's yeah. fucking classic. <laughs> yep, Buddy Jesus. <laughs> All right. I think we got the same number one. Let's just cue it up. There's only one answer for number one. Pretty sure we got it. Let's say it's my guy. Thing. It's my guy. Here, three, two, one. Dave Chappelle. Chappelle. Yeah. Hey. Oh, 
yeah. Dave Chappelle is the only answer for the greatest comedian ever. Yeah, I mean, it's... it's it, the, all not, these other comedians were great. Dave Chappelle is the funniest human being, I think, that has ever walked the earth. Fuck yeah. He's amazing. And he's from Ohio. Yep. And he just released all those new specials on Netflix. Yep. And that guy, for as long as he was gone, has not lost a fucking step. Yep. Those are fucking instant classics. For what it's worth, which is the name of his second comedy special, for what it's worth... Killing Him Softly is, without a doubt, the funniest comedy special ever made, if you ask me. I don't remember specifically which one that is. That's but his I first think, one. I don't think he has a single week comedy special. Yeah. Where, like, the other guys were talking about their highs and their lows. Yeah. There's no lows yeah. for Dave Chappelle. They're all phenomenal. Yeah. That is one of the funniest human beings ever. I agree, 100%. All the movies he's into, half Chappelle Show. Chappelle Show. Fucking classic. One of the greatest shows of all time. But Half-Baked, have you seen that? He's yeah. great in that. Um, Robin Hood Men in Tights, he's funny as fuck in that. Blue Streak? He uh, plays like a little bit in there and he's fucking hilarious I've seen in Blue that. Streak. It's been a long time. He, I mean, he's just, he's the best. He is. There's no, there's no debate. He is the greatest comedian ever. Absolutely. Yeah. Dave Chappelle is awesome. Uh, we, we are not clashing there. I knew we would have that, but. <laughs> I, I, like, I ask people this all the time. and Like, how could anybody else be your answer? There's no other answer. I mean, like, you could show Dave Chappelle to somebody who's never heard of him. There, there's no fucking way they're not going to be laughing. If like, you had an opinion on a top five comedians and you were unfamiliar with Dave Chappelle, I guarantee you, if you went and watched all of his specials by the end, you'd be like, yeah, he's the best. Yeah. He's the best. Like, he's the best. Absolutely. He's the only answer. Uh, my other notable mentions, and I had a hard time not putting one of these in my top five. He almost took Jerry Seinfeld's spot. <laughs> Fucking Eddie Murphy. Okay. Man, Raw is good. I don't know that I've ever watched Raw. Oh, uh, watch Raw, please. It's so good. <laughs> Eddie Murphy is so fucking funny. Okay. Eddie Murphy is classic. Um, and my other notable mention was Cat Williams. Okay. Cat Williams was really funny. Like the first two specials, he was kind of his own brand of humor doing yeah. like the whole pimp thing. And like, it was kind of weird, but he was really funny. And then he just became a crackhead. Like yeah. his last one, he's just like profusely sweaty and not being funny the whole time. Uh, it's really weird. I, he's one of those guys that like, I just think he does too much. Like, white people this black people that shit which is just boring I think it's as, funny a lot of times though. It, it is funny but when your whole act is that it gets old quick to me but somebody who does that back in the day that i really loved i've only seen one of his comedy specials it might be his only one but eddie griffin he had one called voodoo child that's one of the funniest comedy specials i've ever seen he's I'm great familiar he does a michael jackson impression for like the last like 10 minutes of it and it's fucking great but <laughs> it came out like mid 90s or so if you like do you like eddie griffin you know who he he's is? Okay. He's undercover brother. He's all right. Yeah, it is great. But yeah, I, I like him more than Cat Williams. I mean, Cat Williams is not really one of my favorites. <laughs> what I'm thinking about the best, he he, his highs are pretty high. Yeah, sure. He probably has the lowest of lows. I think he's a funny anybody. dude. I like, like his lows are worse than me doing comedy. Like, yeah. like don't do that. <laughs> just get off stage right now. Um, some of my uh, uh, people who didn't get into my top five just because they're, I really, these are my favorite comedians right now. Like Burt Kreischer, Tom Segura, Ari Shafir, um, uh, somebody else maybe I'm forgetting, but they're some of my favorites right now. And I would go pay to see him right now if they were coming to town. Yeah. But um, I don't think they're just classic yet to be quite honest. They, they I think they'll eventually get there. Tom Segura has three comedy specials on Netflix. They're all fucking great. Watch them all. Peep them. Well, I'm glad that we agree that Dave Chappelle is the single greatest comedian yeah. I, I th I don't, of all time. I don't think that's even uh, a debate. Okay, so you had no women. I had no women. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any opinions on women comedians? Um, I think some women comedians are funny. Like, for example, Tom Segura's wife, Christina Pajitsky, she's really funny. Um, but I could see 
She's not. She's one of very few. Like I like Sarah Silverman. I know she gets shit on a lot, but I think she's funny. I like Sarah Silverman's show. Um, but I can't think of very many other women comedians that I really truly respect. Well, uh, I'm gonna cast an opinion here. <laughs> I don't mean this to be misogynistic. It's not anything like that. Women aren't funny like men are. <laughs> they just aren't. Yeah. Um, okay. Like Sarah Silverman's okay. Like she can make me laugh. She is not anywhere in the same league as those other guys. And she's probably one of the top female comedians I can even think of. Yeah. She's probably in top uh, three female comedians out there. Right like now. I think there are funny women, but I don't think the funniest of women is anywhere close to like top 10 funniest guys. Yeah. Like, the disparity is so drastic. Now, I understand for a woman that could be drastically different. I think women a lot of time are more accessible to their brand of humor. Sure. I mean, I think just guys and girls are different, but I, I think guys are funny to women in a way that women are not funny to men. Okay. Um, okay. Like guys are more accessible for a woman to laugh at. Whereas like, man, I just like, what's that? Uh, is it Seinfeld where he's always talking? Uh, George's dad is talking about, funny is like a male gene i don't remember i mean it's true <laughs> i'm sorry i well let me let me disagree don't think women are that funny man L let me clash with you for a second because i while i agree to an extent like i even sitting here thinking while you're talking like i can't think of too many women that i think are very very funny i mean melissa mccarthy i think is pretty undeniably funny Kristen wig i understand that when we're talking about this you and I can both name more male comedians than we can right. female comedians. And for that reason, men have a much larger percentage of a chance sure. to be really funny to us. That being said, we're the women that we can think of are the best of yeah. all the women that do it. Right. So yeah. like that bar is pretty low for me. Well, if you, if you want to watch a, a I know you won't, and I'm not telling you to, but if for anyone out there who wants to watch a funny women's comedy special, Ali Wong has two comedy specials. On I tried to Netflix. watch her once. Didn't think her she was funny at all. She is so goddamn funny. Uh, she, she has the one where she's pregnant, right? She's pregnant in both of her comedy specials. Yeah, didn't think it was funny <laughs> at all. I tried. Man, that's a shame. I tried. Yeah. Nope. Uh -uh. I wa I've watched them both multiple times. I think they're great. Um, <laughs> did you think Bridesmaids was funny? Yeah, I think it's hilarious. I know. I love Kristen Wiig. She she's she's funny in everything she does. To me, I know. A lot of guys that think that's really funny. Yeah. And I watch that. Like, people were calling it the female hangover, all that. Like, that's insulting to the hangover <laughs> to me. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't bad. Yeah. But it wasn't great. No, I'm with you. I, I It was real eh. And, like, I know a lot of dudes that still think that's funny. I'm just, I just don't get it. Like, I just don't think it's, I mean, it's okay. Yeah. I think it's funny as fuck. But, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't put it in my top 10 funny movies. The best female comedy that I can think of is Pitch Perfect. And I think the funniest part of that whole fucking movie is Adam Devine. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I don't know. Like female comedians just don't do it for me. It's the same thing with female rappers. They just don't do it for me. Yeah, I can't think of a female comedian. Like, if they came to town, I would, like, make sure I go see them. There's not one for me. Um, the, If you want to watch a half hour of a girl being funny, you can watch Nikki Glaser on season one of The Comedians, which is on Netflix where they, it's just like five half hour comedy specials. Right. Nikki Glaser's on season one. Hers is really funny. She's like a blonde chick that like pretty much just makes fun of like how she's hot and shit, but she's actually really funny. Check her okay. out.
<laughs> or don't. Yeah, whatever. Right. Well, that's all I say. That's all I gotta say about comedians, man. I think we covered that topic yeah. pretty good. Um, we're about good here. Anything else you want to quickly ta- touch on or anything before we wrap it up? Are you good? Buy with my that? music, guys. Buy and music. Listen for free on Spotify. That's I did my method. Recently, check uh two thirteen. My royalties. Yeah, that I'm getting. Or like on you know my different distributions and everything, yeah. my sales are definitely increasing. Hell yeah! I don't know if that's a product the of this tro- podcast. I don't know, but like I'm making more money off of music than I was previously. Fuck yeah! It's not dude. like a whole bunch of money, but I mean it's it's some money. That's what's up. I like it. Like it's not. We're not talking about like four bucks here. Like I, <laughs> I made like real money, so okay. it's, it's cool. I'm happy. That's awesome. So dude. keep buying my music, please. I really do appreciate that. I got kids to feed. Yeah, do that. <laughs> and hopefully one of these days, uh, maybe I'll put. We could put the full Bible box set up on uh, iconoclash.net, and we could uh, get some money off of that to buy some cool stuff for the show. Boom, boom. We'll do it. All right, cool. Um, all right, uh, check us out on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, iconoclash.net. All that. Yeah. It's in baby.com, keezy.com. Check out Unknown Podcast, theunknownpod.com with my yeah. buddies. They're going to be talking about the room soon. I've been waiting on that episode for a long time. I'm supposed to be on it, but they won't. Which one's first, the room or the disaster artist? The room was first. That's Are what they you- both on Plex? Because yes. I think I saw disaster artist on Plex. They're both on Plex. So I have to watch the room first. I, would I watch, almost watched it last night. I would watch the room first. I'm going to watch the room. You're going- I, I know. <laughs> I think you could probably watch the disaster artist. Yes. Without watching the room, but I, I don't think you're going to appreciate it as much. So I want to, I would agree with, I want to watch the other one first. You should definitely, you will. I, lo- I'm aware of kind of what it is. And I know that I need to watch the other one first, watch them both. And then look for, look out for the special. They also, they're coming up on episode 17, which is going to be their juggalo episode. I hope to be a part of that. The juggalo. <laughs> what, what does that mean? They're going to talk juggalo stuff, I guess. Okay. I'm yeah. cool. <laughs> We started our episode 17 talking about Juggalo stuff and then just moved on. But we they, talk about all kinds They're of supposed stuff. to commit. We'll see. Um, but anyways, check out all those sites and all the socials and all the YouTubes and subscribes and watch us and do that. I don't know where my, my sound effect is here. No, you're trying. Oh, you can't pull it up. Let me pull it up for you. I'm looking for it. I don't see it. Did it get removed from my list? Maybe you just have to search for it again. I, I pulled, I pulled it up right here. here. Here, I'll drop all it right, for you. You got it. Drop it for me. All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Check out all that stuff, and we will see you later. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> That's a bad sound effect. You got to grab you. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> there you go. All right. Peace out, dude. So long. Hey,